Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Marine on a It's time for the post-Thanksgiving episode of N4G Radio. This is episode 316 for, ready for it, December 2nd, 2013. The 2013's almost done. Yay. It's almost, what, what is, why do you say yay? Every year you're like, yay, this year's almost over, and then in February you're like, God, 2014 sucks. I didn't say that about 2013 this year. Not until halfway through it. So, so, so it took till like you know June. What? It's gotten better, so suck it. <laughs> oh, but with us this week, we have Gibbs Con. Greetings, programs. We got the key to Liberty. We got the Wombat, too. Programs, greetings. There you go. Uh, nice. We, we got uh, Mr. John Dub. Yep. And we got Drew. Hey. What's up? Nothing. Everybody hey. have a good Thanksgiving. Sure. Sure. Did everybody, did everybody get to eat turkey? No. <sighs> what? Yep. How do you not get to eat turkey on Thanksgiving? Right. Because I worked that day. Did you work 24 hours? No. Then you had a chance to get turkey. Okay, well, that doesn't happen. <laughs> I, I went home after that. Make it happen, son. You gotta get your turkey on Thanksgiving. Did get they you, not do anything special for you at work? No, I worked with... There was one other person with me there. Still... If you work Thanksgiving, there's supposed to be some kind of like... Yeah. I bring you yeah. a slab of turkey with some gravy. No. Yeah. no, we didn't even work Thanksgiving, but on the day after Thanksgiving, gave my guys free coffee and bought them pizza for lunch. See? See? Nice. Nope. Well, maybe I should come work for you. Hey, you know what? You want to... You want to move up here? You want to... You want a job? I can find it for you. <laughs> you got to be in outside sales, though. You want to be in outside sales? You know what? I've got nothing else to do. <laughs> okay. That's he's at spirit. the end of his rope. No, he's, that's, I'm, yeah. That's what, <laughs> that's what we're looking for in sales. Yeah. Is <laughs> Desperate. <laughs> hesitant reluctance. Oh, that's I, good times. I studied selling in college. Sweet. There you go. Uh, did anybody did anybody venture out for Black Friday without getting into that crazy conversation again? Anybody God, go no. buy oh, some stuff? No, no. My my wife went out, but uh, I did not. Man, yeah. I thankfully, I got uh, because she went out. I got my Christmas present early. Nice. Oh yeah. Uh, I got a Keurig coffee machine, which made me smile from ear to ear. Ooh, that means you're <laughs> um, old. Because I love coffee. That means you're old, though, when you get excited over home appliances. Yeah. Uh, don't, yeah. Don't, well. you listen, don't you listen, Ryan. A coffee machine is a man's best friend. That's right. And she got um, she she bought herself her Christmas present while she was out, too, which was nice. 
But um, her Christmas present now, see, I told her, I said, God, I am so glad that you bought this stuff for yourself because if I'd bought it for you for Christmas, I'd have never lived it down from all the people I know. She bought herself for Christmas a new set of pots and pans and a new set of sheets. <laughs> I'm like, if I went into work and said I got my wife pots and pans and sheets for Christmas, I'd be called the biggest pig that ever lived That's right. in the history of ever. <laughs> How dare you expect me to cook? <laughs> right. So luckily she bought them for herself because that's what she really wanted. So. Don't post that on Twitter, Ryan. No, I'll get eaten alive. I yeah, already know yes. I will. Yeah, the, uh, Especially after I like, retweet it. It's the like last night. year. For, <laughs> last year for her birthday, she really wanted um, uh, that Insanity workout DVD set or whatever. Oh, that would have oh, been yeah. real bad. And I'm like, if I buy that for you for your birthday, people are going to think I'm terrible. <laughs> the, the P90X? No, Insanity is the one she wanted. Oh, okay. Which, by the way, will beat the shit out of you. Oh, I bet. The turbo feminists are on their way to get you. I know. (laughs) She bought them for herself. But it was your money, Ryan. (laughs) But see, now that you've aired that, that, that she bought them for herself, you're not going to win this situation, Ryan. Either way, you were going to lose. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, we had a long weekend. Well, some of us did. Sorry, Drew. Yeah. Uh, To play some video games... So I I will jump over to Mr. Khan and see if he's played anything new from six months ago. Well, um, tell you the truth, I I didn't have a lot of time this week to play video games just just because the fact that uh, uh, my my regular days off fell right on the holidays. Mm. So I spent my normal days off, you know, going here, going there. So don't you get don't you get an extra day off since your day off falls on the holiday? No. God, you guys need new jobs. What the hell kind of a job do you have? Do you at least get like double time? We get uh, we get time and a half. Man. (laughs) Welcome to being a security guard. Yeah, if that. (laughs) You you don't get like holiday pay and then regular pay on top of it. No. Man. America it sucks. No, our yeah. holiday pay is basically you get time and a half for that. Yeah, Man. same same here. Um, That's like regular overtime pay where I work. Yeah, I mean not for me. I'm salary, but my yeah. guys Hol- get regular overtime pay. Yeah, holiday pay and overtime pay are the same thing. Yeah, I just got paid to eat turkey. No, and nice. if you don't if you don't work that day, you don't get paid holiday for it. What? Yeah. As long for for my team, as long as they are scheduled, as long as they work their scheduled days before and after the holiday, they get holiday pay. Nope. So if uh, so if um, like if they wanted to take vacation days on Wednesday and Friday, they would still get paid for Wednesday or for Thursday because it's not they weren't scheduled to work Wednesday or Friday. Yeah. See, if I was off on Thursday, I wouldn't get jack shit for it. It'd just that be like crazy. Oh, you were off that day. Yeah. yeah. You know, I would totally like. If I wouldn't get fired, I would even name this shitty company that I work for on this podcast because my, the company I work for is a piece of shit. Apparently, it's one of the it's one of the largest security companies in the world, and and yep. they do not give a fuck about you. So I love my company. I know Zero loves his company too. I do. They pay me for doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just, that's essentially what I do every day. You know, I, I I get paid to do nothing except sit on a computer. Yeah, that's, and, that's what and I do. And tweet because you see how much I tweet. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm not really complaining all too much because <laughs> I it don't sounds do like shit. It. I mean, I, I just, you know, they just, they're a crappy company. Well, so well you know where you can go and work if you don't like it. That's right. Mine's sorting you out. Yeah. He's got you hooked up. It's a, it's a trade-off. So, Jason, did you play anything? Yeah. Um, I played a, played a little bit of uh, Super Mario 3D World. Um, I have not progressed in the game yet. I just kind of went back and started trying to get some more of the uh, the stars. I think you're anti-finishing games. I truly believe that because every time you start like making progress in a game, you're like, oh, let's start over. <laughs> let's, let's just go back and do that beginning part again because I don't ever want to see the end. When's the last game you saw the ending of? What game? I I can't tell you. Out, outside of fighting games. Yeah, those, I, those don't count. That doesn't no. count. No. Yeah, they yeah, don't have I, real endings. I can't, I, can't, I can't tell you. Holy crap, man. Finish games. Stop buying new ones. I, if I if I was your wife, I would put a ban on you buying new games. I would be like your mother. You don't need a new one. You ain't finished the one you already got. <laughs> <laughs> or like my son eating pancakes. You don't need a new pancake. You haven't finished the pancake. You've already <laughs> exactly. Finish game, Jason. Just finish one. It will it will really help you. <laughs> It will okay. make it will make you realize that there are second halves to games, and they're awesome. Jason, I feel your pain a little bit. I'll talk about I'll talk about something when it's my turn. I feel your pain a little bit on not progressing forward. <laughs> Even Wombat, who finished a game from like 1997, has seen an ending more recently than you, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is I've actually finished a lot of games this year. Oddly enough, say, I'm starting yeah. to ruin my cred. That's what I'm saying. Is like, come on, man. There's some awesome stuff at the end of games. Sometimes that's the best stuff. Except for Mass Effect 3. Oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to spread love, not war. Let's see here. I also uh, played a little bit more of Sound Shapes and uh, Resogun. Resogun, I'm, I still suck at. I, I still haven't quite got the grasp of the, of the game yet. You know, I'm with you on that one, Gambus. I've... Uh... Uh, because I am now in the future, I have a PlayStation 4. Ooh, fancy. Awesome. I know. Finally, two, the longest two weeks of my life. Um, almost. But it's, um, Resogun, obviously, on the PS Plus, so I downloaded that, and that game looks amazing. Uh, yes. It, the, uh, just something about it, and Housemark make fantastic games. I mean, you know, Super Stardust, I still think, is one of the best games on the PS3, and that came out pretty much at launch um, yep. but there is something to it I, I'm with you in the fact that I it seems more difficult um, and this is bearing in mind that because I've only started playing it I don't want to get a feel for it I'm playing on Rookie uh, for the first go through it and even that is it can get really really hectic um, on occasions and trying to manage the enemies on screen against saving the humans and yeah it's it, there's really a lot too, a lot more depth than than maybe Super Stardust had. So I, I kind of I, I feel for you on that. I it, I think it's going to take me a lot longer to get um, to the level of um, how good I was with Super Stardust. So I think it's going to take me a lot longer with Resogun. But not to say I'm not enjoying it because it is really good. It it is really good. It just takes a it takes some getting used to. Mm. But I think. Uh. 
I mean, it's, it's something that uh, again, Housemark do they? That you know, they've made Defender for a new generation, um, but they, they've so much love and care and, and attention to detail goes into that. Everything works really well and seems natural. You know. For, Natural to the game, you know the controls. It doesn't take a, a, a long time to master. You're generally not using any of the face. Well, you don't you don't use any of the face buttons, but um, and it is one of those easy to learn, very difficult to master kind of games. And they're really they're experts at that at this point. Yeah, most definitely. Anything um, else going on? Yeah, um, you know, it was only a matter of time. On the iPhone, oh, shit. Uh, played a little game called Doctor Who Legacy. Oh, shit, shit. <laughs> and uh, this game is uh, shit. It's based in the, <laughs> it's based in the Doctor Who universe. As a, because it's based in the Doctor Who universe, doesn't automatically make it any good. Yeah. Um. I've been in a, in a who mood lately. Um, Holy shit. Did it, you just Dr. Seuss that? <laughs> yes. That. I've been in a who mood lately. Yes. Um, it, as uh, people that know me on Facebook know, I've been posting almost entirely just Dr. Who stuff. But anyway, um, uh, this game is a complete and utter ripoff of... Puzzles of Dragons. Oh God! It, and it is, moving on. It is exactly. It's pretty much exactly the, the same game uh, set in the Doctor Who universe and with a Doctor Who storyline, uh, like made specifically for the game. And uh, instead of collecting monsters, you're basically collecting uh, various characters and companions from the Doctor Who lore to use as. Your basic, essentially, your puzzle gem creatures, but they're not creatures. So, uh, it's fun, just like puzzles and dragons. Um, and it also hey. does the micro micro transaction thing. No, hey, Gambus, did you play? Uh, have you played Marvel Puzzle Quest yet? Uh, negative. It's actually pretty good if you like that kind of game. It's, I mean, it's Puzzle Quest, but with Marvel characters and. You earn uh, comic covers and stuff to unlock new characters and puzzle quests. All that. It, it's it's really it's really good. It's free to play. Free to play. Okay. Yep. I might I might try yep. that out. I might check it out. I might talk about that next week. Oh, there good. you go. And uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it this this week. Uh, uh, definitely going to play some more uh, Super Mario 3D World coming up. Uh, make some progress and. Um, and, uh, and then start over again. <laughs> and then start over again. I'll start over right when I get into World Eight. I'm like, I'll be like, yeah, I'm too close to the end. Start over. I bet you're super stoked uh, that you spent 400 bucks on that PS4 so you could play a Doctor Who free to play iPhone game. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, this this week I, I feel I'm starting to feel in a in a DC mood, uh, so I'm going to start playing uh, Injustice. Gods among us. Alrighty then. So I guess I'll talk to Drew. Okay. I know you didn't play any iPhone games, so I'm safe. Yeah. Um, I did play uh, since um, my job lets me do things I'm not supposed to be doing while on the job. 
uh, I brought my 3DS with me. Nice. I played a, play a crap ton of uh, the new Legend of Zelda. Game. Ooh, let's talk about Zelda. Let's Yay. talk about Zelda. I played. Uh, I played quite a bit of Zelda. I um I just made it to the Dark World and I beat a boss in the Dark World. I just made it to the Dark World and you know like when you first get to the Dark World, those dude throwing bombs. Yeah. Okay, one of them charged at me and took all my health and took all my weapons and I got mad. <laughs> I was so pissed when that happened because I had made it through that whole game without losing anything and I had all kinds of stuff. And he hit me one time, took all my hearts. Gotta be quick, man. That's when I turned it off. I was like, alright, I need to take a break. Well, luckily it tells you whenever you save and you've been playing for a while, hey, you need to take a break. That's Nintendo games. But, um, the. Be taking a break. Just, um. Just to let everybody know, this game's probably gonna be in my top three games of the year. This is. I, I love this game. How much do you remember of Link to the Past? A good amount, I'd say. Okay. I'm, I'm sure if you quizzed me, I'd, I'd fail. No, I'm not, I'm not gonna quiz you. I was just curious because. I, feel like I'm playing a virtual console version of it. Yeah, this is this is true. I mean, the the big, I mean, you know, the bosses are a little different. The, some of them are, but some of them are the same bosses. Yes, it's true. Which I thought um, was hilarious. And then there's the um, the whole new mechanic of going through the walls and stuff like that. Yes. Yeah, how's, how's the graphic graphical uh, design look when you're actually playing it? Because I've seen some screens and haven't been exactly impressed, so. It's okay. Yeah, it's 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 not it's a, gorgeous. No, it's not it's not going to blow your socks off or anything. It looks like they tried to do the same style as Link to the Past without um without pixels. Yeah, it's 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 literally a Link to the Past polygonal. Yeah. And it's kind of weird like the shrubs, which I know is a dumb thing to talk about, but God, when you think about Link to the Past, how much do you think about those shrubs? Right. They feel like the shrubs from the Super Nintendo version. Yeah. But the character himself, you can definitely see the 3D parts of him. Yeah. Gotcha. But they, um, I think they did a great job with it. No, it's a, it's a fantastic game. It really yeah, is. I, I have very, very fond memories of Link to the Past. So That's, I just yeah. wonder. All of it is in there. It's like even I, the stuff that I, the secrets. I think I mentioned on the show that there there was a part of me who wanted to buy my son a 3ds for Christmas just so I could play Link to the Past. Yeah, Link Between Worlds. Or yeah, sorry, Link Between Worlds. I mean, it's like even the secrets, like the guy under the bridge, he's still there. The witch's nice. house is still exactly where it was before. I mean, even some of the bomb secrets in the walls and the lost forest where you have to go to get the Master Sword. It's yep. it's all the same stuff. It's yeah. still there. You know something? I actually beat Link to the Past. Hey, look Isn't at that. like 1985? <laughs> I beat that game, too. Sorry, it was 91, 92. I think it was like 94, dude, wasn't it? Was it that late? I thought it was 92. It might have been 92. I can't remember. I, I, like almost, I, I was seven. Because even like the, the title screen for Link Between Worlds is the Triforce spinning into place. Right. And it's exactly the same music. Dude, they they re they redid all the music. That's one of the things I love about it. Yeah, it's all the same music that was in yeah. the original, just kind of remixed. But like the title screen is dead on. Yeah, like it is exactly the same. The sword flies in, and you get the shink, and then you know it starts playing the tune. That's awesome. Yeah, it's oh, that game is so good. Yeah, 
I can't no. wait till Jacob's old enough to play that game. That's that, that's I think it's one of the reasons why I'm I'm loving it so much is because it just brings back memories of me playing it. And I wonder I wonder if you don't hold that nostalgia, does this game stand up? I think it still stands up as a decent Zelda game. I, the the thing I like about it is that it doesn't it doesn't bore the piss out of you like Skyward Sword did. Like you I never are, you are it. well, you are in a dungeon within like fifteen minutes. Oh yeah, Skyward Sword took three hours to yeah, get into game. a dungeon. I, uh, I I couldn't even finish that game. Yeah, I got thirty hours into it, and I'm like, dude, I'm only halfway through this game. That game is way too, and it's it's padded fluff, is what it yeah. is. It's just and Link Between Worlds. I have finished the the the, uh, the first three pendants in the Light World in four hours. Yeah. So. Yeah. In Skyward Sword, I'd have been going into the second dungeon, maybe. So. Oh. But, yeah. It also doesn't handhold you. No. Like, it took me a little while to figure out where freaking Zora was to get my flippers. Yeah, that did take me a while, too. I was <laughs> like, well, how the fuck do I get there, then? I figured if I walked over there, it would kind of give me a, a, a hint. And then I had to talk to uh, Afro Dude... Yeah. Three times before he finally said, "Yes, Zora is up in the northeast, or yeah, the northeast behind the waterfall. Go get the flipper." You know, I know that that's not his real name, but is it bad that I had to stop for a second and think? I wonder if Afro Dude is his real name in the game. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I paid attention to his real name, but he looked like uh, blonde Russell Simmons. <laughs> he even had like a headband on. Yep. Just Afro Dude seems like it would be somebody's name in a game that was based on the early 90s. This well, is true. there is a character in Persona 4 named Afro Student. What about nice. Afro Samurai? Afro, Afro Samurai. Samurai. I mean, yeah. Come on, Afro Samurai is, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's, so I played a lot of that. Really enjoying that. It's a good game. It is a very good game. Um, let's see here. Oh, this morning. Uh, how could I forget this? Um, after my wonderful sickness that I had, uh, I said, hey, let's play some Dark Souls. Yeah, let's just torture ourselves entirely today. And uh, I promptly beat that game. There you go. Hey, look at that. You have accomplished I, uh, something. Well, but have... beating it doesn't really mean beating it, though, right? Am I wrong that, there's, that it's kind of one of those games where you play it through again? Well, it does have a definitive ending the the story does end you beat the final boss and then it says oh you can just start this game over with your your stuff you know and your character so it's got new game plus basically yeah it's got new game plus 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 i think i think i think you can do it up to four times holy shit it's like Uh, the high like the the highest level in that game is like 700 or something i think (gasps) so yeah I actually beat Dark Souls, which I never thought I would ever say I could do that. Jason can't even beat Mario. What's up, man? Come on, man. Beat <sighs> Mario. Step up to the plate. I have Dark Souls. Beat a game. You're never going to beat Dark Souls. Oh, That's right. I'm putting a challenge out right there. <laughs> well, nice. I, I'll, I'll have to have a working PS3 first. No excuses, excuses. No, you don't have to have a working PS3. You can play it on Xbox. You can play it on PC? Yep. That's what I played it on. 
Yeah, it's I got cheaper. A it's cheaper to buy and you know a thirty dollar game as opposed to a three hundred dollar console or two hundred dollars. You can probably get one for two hundred right now. Dark Souls was eight bucks, I think, on Steam sale. Well, he doesn't have uh, a PC that can run it. Well, that's true. But yeah, so I beat Dark Souls. Uh, I'm gonna talk about that on Phoenix Down. Uh, play some more Need for Speed Rivals. Still uh, liking that? Yeah, it's okay. Uh, once I turned off the whole, there's other people racing around with you. Because <laughs> that was annoying as shit. Just think that's the future. That is the future. And I don't really like that future. Well, it might be better if there's more than six people in there. Because six people and you're just kind of like, eh, okay. Yeah, they missed a trick, I think. Need more than six people. That's I don't know, man. I just uh, there's potential to just really have annoying fucking people there in every game. Well, I was gonna say, yeah, that's every game. There's always gonna be some annoying little shit running yeah. around. But um, yeah, I played that. Um, let's see here. I picked up Rogue Legacy on the Steam sale. Um, I still wait. I'm gonna get the PS4 version. I go right ahead. Go right ahead. Um, I really like that game. That game is uh, not easy though. Yeah, but it doesn't really punish you for dying though, right? Like it's not like a Dark Souls where you lose everything. Like you still get to carry over your stuff when you die. You carry over most of your stuff, so you have the option of like so. Start a character. You start a new game. And you go through this dungeon. The dungeon is randomly generated. Um, and you collect money and you can get uh, special unlocks like uh, new armor, blueprints for armor or new runes that you can put into your armor and stuff like that. Um, and those carry over, including your gold. So when you die, your gold go. You, you start a new character. So it's basically you're playing the son or daughter of the person that just died. And so uh, there's different classes that you can choose from, and uh, you can upgrade those classes, or you can upgrade your starting health or your starting uh, attack power, stuff like that. And then when, right before you go into the dungeon, you have the choice of talking to the blacksmith or the uh, the woman who uses the runes to enchant your, your, uh, your armor and stuff like that. Um, and so you can spend gold to not only upgrade your character permanently, but you can also spend gold to buy new equipment. Uh, and there's also the option to, if you really liked the dungeon that you ran through the last time, you can pay you not you don't pay the guy you you only get sixty sixty six percent gold find, uh, and he can lock that dungeon in place, so you can go back and go through the same dungeon you just went through. But the problem is there's a like a Grim Reaper dude who sits at the front of the dungeon, and he won't let you in the dungeon unless you pay him all of your gold that you have on you. So that's how they get the whole roguelike stuff. Hmm. But it's actually really fun. Uh, it's, it feels almost like a twitchy kind of platformer. Uh, it feels like Super Meat Boy if you could if you could um, you know attack enemies and stuff like that. Uh, but, uh, it's a rather quick game and, you know, it, it, the problem is you'll get stuck sometimes, like just not, the progression is you don't, you didn't make enough gold to do anything whenever you died, 
which means you just didn't make enough to buy anything or upgrade anything. So you're basically just going to give that money to the Grim Reaper guy before you go back in again. But, uh, you know, it's, it, there's four bosses that you have to beat, um, and working to, working to get yourself to that high enough level. I don't really know how you level up in this game. I don't, it doesn't really show you that you leveled up, but I know that there is a level at the top of the screen. I just don't know how you level up. But it's actually really fun. I got it for five bucks or six bucks, I think. And Steam sale. Yeah. So, uh, Let that me have, was, like, uh, Skyrim for, like, $7. They did have Skyrim for $7. And that, that game you're describing sounds a lot in setup like Infinity Blade. Infinity Blade? Yes. Yeah, in that, does. you know, you, you die and you come back as the, the offspring of the person you were originally playing at. That's the way Infinity Blade's set up, too. Ah, uh, gotcha. Well, see, the cool thing about this is that, like, um, not only are there, you, you can choose from three siblings. Whenever you start and you know, whenever you start a new run through the the castle, um, and uh, they're random. Some of them may be a certain class, like you got the barbarian, or you have the um, the assassin, and you can level those. You can level up those classes to be even better. But they also have traits. Certain traits are uh, the colorblind, so it's going to be in black and white, or uh, can't see far distances, so everything up close is in, is visible, but everything's blurry far away. Um, and they got some like random ones where, uh, you know, you're a giant, so your character's huge, or you're really skinny. Whenever you get hit, it knocks you back really far and stuff like that. And some of them are just this random, st- stupid stuff. Like every time you get hit, they cuss. Or um, that's a that's a character trait that I actually have. <laughs> and uh, one of them's uh, irritable bowel syndrome. Oh, what? That's, that's lovely. Yeah. So, uh. How does that manifest itself in game? You know, I haven't chose a character with irritable bowel syndrome yet. I've been afraid to. Yeah, I don't really know. I, I've never, I've never been able to choose. I, I've seen it and I was like, no, I'm not going to go with it because I don't know what that is and it'll probably fuck me up. Okay. But there's, you know, there's other ones where it's like, um,. When you use a magic attack, it actually comes out of your back instead of forward, so you have to keep that in mind. Or, you know, it, just you know, like one, one of them's like, "Oh, you can feel you don't know pain," is what it says. So when you get hit, your life bar just stays full, so you don't know how much life you have left. Oh, and stuff like that. It's interesting. But yeah, uh, played that. It's really fun, um, rather challenging, but still addicting at the same time. Uh, let's see. I don't think there's anything else. I have. I'm gonna play Knack. Okay. I spent sixty bucks on it, so I'm going to play it. So you're gonna force yourself to suffer. I am going to force myself to finish that game. Have fun. I will try. Try to have fun. Okay. But yeah, uh, play some. I'll play some that more. Some more Zelda. Um, I gotta finish Grand Theft Auto Five eventually. Yeah, I thought you were gonna do that by now. You know, I've been saying that for a while. It's Such probably a great game. Dude. Just get Just on finish it, man. it. Yeah, I. I don't know. I will. I still haven't finished Halo Four yet. Did he like Jason? Yeah, don't. Uh... Don't worry about that one as much. Yeah. yeah. 
I, I, uh, I beat I really Halo 1, 2, and 3. Game. Wait, what'd you say, Jason? Oh, I said I just said I uh, beat Halo 1, 2, and 3. I beat Halo 1 and 3. I never played 2. I beat them all. Eh. <laughs> I, st- I still need to play the fourth one. It's good. I I have not even played it at it's, all. I don't. Yeah, I don't, it's I don't good. It. It's good. It's, it's not disappointing. Yeah. I, I I don't know. I got really really tired of it by the end. I felt like it like outlasted itself by about two hours. Oh yeah. It, just, no, it wore out its welcome pretty quick. There's no doubt about that. But it's also it might be the best looking game on Xbox 360. Uh yeah, I agree with that. It's pretty. Hmm. Yeah, it's very pretty. All right, so I guess I'll talk to Keenan Emberly. Uh It's funny that you mention games that wear out their welcome, because uh, yeah, I played one of those, and uh, for uh, for uh, for review, and uh, it's Rise. It called Rise. It is called Rise. Sign yeah. up Rome if you want your Xbox to play it. You gotta say the whole thing. Yeah, you do. <laughs> do you really? Yeah, yes, you, you, you gotta say the whole game title. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You can't just say Rise. You have to say the full Rise, Son of Rome. I, I understand the logistics behind that, but it's yeah, it's kind of goofy. Yeah. So, I uh, this was one of the like the one of the games that I was really looking forward to for the for the Xbox launch. And you know, visually, there's nothing out there. I don't think that can touch it. I mean, I know Killzone looks good, but Killzone doesn't look as good as Rise. No, Rise is. The best game looking, best looking game out there right now. It's fantastic. I just get blown away every time I boot it up. Uh, fortunately, unfortunately, looks and graphics don't make the game. Uh, combat and story does, and this one kind of lacks in both areas. Hmm. Uh, it feels like I'm playing a mix between the movie 300 and Gladiator. And it's kind of a been there, done that before revenge story. And I know, I know a lot of other games suffer from that too, but I was maybe expecting a little more since it's a launch title for a new, you know, console. So, uh, it's, story is disappointing. The combat's repetitive and gets old after five minutes. I have to just suffer through it just to get through a level and then I can turn it off because I can only take so much of it at a time. Uh, I just, I don't know. I, I maybe it was hype that you know built up my expectations, or maybe I'm just getting old where I just don't enjoy that anymore. But it's just I I can't stomach it. It's it's unfortunate. It's just it doesn't hold my attention. It's kind of funny because the two people on this show that played that game is just like everybody else talking about this game. You have people who really enjoyed it. And then you have people who find it completely tedious and dumb. Well, I never said it was dumb. Well, I'm just it saying is. it's it's a completely polarized well, game. But even Boogeyman said that he he really enjoyed it, but that he felt like it was too long and that it got kind of old towards the end. No, so. I, I totally agree that it runs about two hours too long. But I don't feel the combat is generic. I feel it's I feel it's just as good as or maybe not just as good, but on par with Batman. I mean, it's not. It's well, not see, as that's... fluid, but it's there's no, it's a lot not. of uh, it's it has about the same amount of variety to it. There's four uh, to five types of enemies that you have to fight in different ways. 
And Batman does the same thing. You got to keep using the same strategy over and over to beat the shield guys versus beating the, you know, electricity guys versus beating a different other guy. And Rise has that same thing. Yeah, uh, I, I was I was not a huge fan of the uh, Batman combat. I liked it, but again, that got old too. And I think I stated that. I'm not sure if I did, but it's it's. I never said what was the word you used to describe the combat just then. God damn it, tedious. No, it is tedious. <laughs> no, it is because that's Rise. Pretty much only does the combat. It'll break it up every now and then with a turret sequence or. Uh, you know, and that's that's the thing. There's not a lot of variety that helped make this game more interesting to me. It you know it does like you said. It has where you you know at times you have to throw spears that magically come out of nowhere that you throw and kill archers, and then you have the where you form the 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 Roman front line and you got to march towards the archers and put up your shields. Yeah, it does that to break up the tediousness, but it that also gets tedious because it happens every so often. It's just, I, I don't know. I mean, I really wish I remember the word you used because I didn't call it that. And I'm sure other people have called it whatever. I don't know. It would have helped if I remembered the word. but I don't even know what you're driving at, so I can't help you. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Uh, it's I just, I'm disappointed. I mean, I do have fun occasionally. <laughs> When I when I pop it in for the first time after you know after I shut it down for a little bit I'm like okay I kind of feel like I want to play this and that's the thing with this game to me you have to kind of not want to be you know you don't have anything else to play like oh okay I've already exhausted all you know I beat whatever and uh, I haven't beat uh, Rise yet so I'm gonna go back and play Rise but don't play it for hours at a time I don't know how you can do that Ken I don't know how you did that I don't know if you powered through it just to power through it. Or what? But no, I, just, I took my time. I don't recommend playing more than a chapter at a time. Yeah, and that's exactly what I have to do. After that, I'm done. What kept just, me playing through the game was I was interested in the story. I thought it was interesting, and it it's really well acted, um, and it it definitely gets more interesting towards the end. Uh, well, and that's the thing I mentioned in my review, which I need to get to you by the way, is I would have enjoyed this better if I just watched it as opposed to playing it. Because it just doesn't, like I said, hold my attention. I'd rather just watch it because it is very well acted. It's got a kick-ass soundtrack. Yeah. And, it, and it's just, I don't know. I think I would enjoy it more as a movie. So I'm kind of just sit back and just watch the fun as opposed to is just sit back and push buttons. I think what I really enjoyed the most were the, the moments that stuck with me. For example, like the, the assault on the castle where it was almost Call of Duty-esque, where, like, things were exploding all around you, and, like, that stuff was really interesting to me, and then, uh, without spoiling too much, the boss fight that takes place near the Wicker Man, just visually and aesthetically, I thought that was one of the coolest things I'd played in quite a while. It was moments like that that kept me going. Yeah, there's a lot in between that's kind of, eh, I'm slogging along doing the same stuff over and over again, but those are the things that really, I really enjoyed. Yeah, well... It's not a great game, but it's it's exactly... See, the thing is, is I didn't come into it expecting it to be an amazing game. I came into it expecting it to be between a 6 and a 7, and I got that. So I think I'm just content. Okay, and that makes sense, because I came in expecting a little more. But, you know, I should have known better with a new system launch. People aren't so much concerned with story and gameplay as they do, like, oh, hey, here's what we can do with the graphics. And yeah. that's purely what this game is all about, just... The graphics, and that's see. Yeah. I, I I think the story was good, but like I said, it, you didn't find it 
like a, a love child between the two movies because that's exactly what it is. Well, Gladiator meets three hundred, and both of those movies are good movies. So I don't. Oh yeah, but I mean, <laughs> don't you want something more original? Um, if I wanted more original stories and games, I should probably stop buying games. <laughs> Oh, they've been okay. they've been carbon copying stories for years. I mean, I can already tell you how Dead Rising three ends, and I'm not even close to the end. Well, I mean, I know that's a, that's a problem with a lot of games because you know all the original stories are taken, and I know, I know, but still, I just, well, I mean, look at Hollywood; it's the same way there. I, and I know that, and I just I don't know. I thought maybe I would get something a little better, but I don't as know, long as it's well acted and entertaining, I don't care if it's original. I'm not one of those people that this has got to be something I've never seen before. You know. Uh, see, I guess I'm a little. We still we still talk about the sixth sense. Like we need a movie, you know, that kind of changed it. Well, you know, we're still talking about the sixth sense. How old is that movie? <laughs> I guess I'm just. I guess I'm just sick of you know rehashes and everything. So, which is weird. Me, why am I still playing games then? So, because games are meant to be fun. Yeah, and this one's not very fun. No, well, there you Ooh. go. If you don't like Man. it, then that's that's I, I'm not shocked. Like I told you when you said you didn't like it, I'm like that seems to be the thing. You either get people who think it's okay, and then you get the people who think ah, I don't want to play this. Yeah. Well. Oh well. I mean, there's at least one launch title that's always going to be disappointed. I suppose that's the one that I'm disappointed in. So, um, let's see. Uh, got schooled again in Ki. You're welcome. I never said thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, Ken apparently did the training and went through it. I, however, have not. So it's fun. I still need to go back and try to learn that game because, damn, I'm really impressed with it. I'm not really a big fighting game fan, but I, I think I can like this one. Ultra combo. I mean, he gets into that shit too. <laughs> that was loud, man. I had my TV turned down pretty low. And, damn, I think he still woke the neighbors. Some motherfucker's loud. That's so. So, it's so it's so satisfying when you pull one of those off and then he yells that at the end of it. Yeah, it's so cool, especially on the the rain stage. Uh, let's see, what else did I play? Uh, I played a little bit more. Of uh, what's that stupid golf game? Power Star. Power Star Golf. Yeah, which it, it's Hot Shots for Xbox. It's exactly the same. So I like it. Uh, I get frustrated with it because I, I think I can do better, but I suck, and usually get par or bogeys. So <laughs> that's. I never sat down and beat the whole eighteen course, uh, or because uh, uh, I just get frustrated with it and turn it off because I'm mad at myself. <laughs> Too hard on myself. I'll never make it as a pro golfer, I'll tell you that. It's a video game. Whatever, I can still get hard on myself. Come on, man. It's a video game with disproportionate characters. And- <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, I, I broke down and bought Marvel for the Xbox One. Uh, don't know why. Yeah, maybe it's because I didn't finish it on the 360 before I got rid of it, so maybe I think I have unfinished business to attend to. It's Marvel, baby. Shouldn't have sold your 360. I have no use for it anymore. Except for, you know, all those games coming out. What about Castlevania? I bought, I kept my PS3, so. Like I said. (laughs) What? They're coming out for the PS3? Play with that DualShock 3, go ahead. Hey, whatever. Uh, Yeah, yeah, whatever. When I hear you griping about that controller, I'm going to be like, told you not to get ready 360. 
You don't have, have to. A- oh, yeah, he doesn't have a PS4. I was about to say, if you had a DualShock 4, you don't have to worry about it. Well, I, damn. These games don't come out until next year, and by next year, I plan on having the PS4. So. Well, then there you go. Don't worry about it. Just use DualShock 4. See, problem solved, Ken. If <laughs> the game works with it. Not every game works with it. It doesn't matter. I never griped about the PS3 controller. I like it. It's That's because you never played a PS3. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's a very valid point. <laughs> you're going to spend six months with these awesome two controllers, and you're going to pick up that DualShock 3 and be like, oh, dude, I don't want to play Castlevania. Oh, you know what? Uh, I uh, I uh, played 360 at a, a friend's house uh, a couple days ago, and I actually still prefer that controller over the Xbox One controller. Well, that's not a shock. You've been accustomed to that controller for years, and it's probably one of the most perfect controllers ever made. It is. I mean, because the Xbox controller, it is smaller, and you, obviously, when I go on back to 360, it's, you know, that was perfect. Why couldn't they just keep that size? It was perfect. Because you have to have something changed, otherwise people lose their minds. Uh, what do you mean you just, you, you have the exact same controller again? Well, I'm not saying that, you know, keep, I don't know. <laughs> Fuck it. Who cares? The controller is perfect. Why change what's not broken? But then they get pissed if you change it. Uh, you can't win. Just no. uh, Whatever. I mean, it's still a good controller, but I still prefer the Xbox 360 controllers. So. I'm just glad we don't have to play with the DualShock 3 anymore. That's my happiness. <laughs> I really hate that controller, like with a passion. <laughs> Damn, man. I haven't used one in ages. I got one of those, um, uh, what are they called? It's like Power Power A controllers for the PS3. And it's like a 360 controller? Yeah, it's essentially, it's got the offset sticks, it's got the nicer yeah. triggers. Like, yeah, I've got one of those. I haven't used the DualShock 3, and I couldn't tell you how long, because I hate that controller. I hate it with a passion. Anyway, did you play anything else? Uh, What else did I play? Played something else. Played Madden. We finally finally beat Denver. Fuck Denver. In the snow. Yeah, as the Seahawks. Yeah, and and what happened? What was my completion percentage this time? Uh, 80. 80%? 80%. That's right. I did throw one. I did throw one. That sounds unrealistically high. Hey, I, I was very smart. I only threw 15 passes. It was in the snow. We did a lot of But running. he also threw an interception while he was scrambling. Yeah, I did throw the one pick. <sighs> it was at the end of the half. It was okay. No. Throwing that kind of ball is never okay. You know what? Shut up. You didn't even run the ball anymore. No, I didn't because computer Lynch actually did much better than me controlling Lynch. Yeah, so shut up. At least I, <laughs> at least I owned up to my job. Hey. Hey. I caught balls with uh, receivers and ran. I bet yeah. you did. Right on the chin. Hey, so does your ball. That's a coincidence. Coincidence. Which didn't matter in that last drive, because how many times did I throw the ball in the last drive? None. Zero. Right? (laughs) You're trying to make up for, like, the 25 interceptions you threw in three games. Hey, you know what? I only threw one. I threw one. (laughs) I had a good game. I threw two touchdowns. No, I threw, I ran for one, threw one, and that was it, yeah. See, you played smarter, not yeah, harder. Yeah, and we won. Yeah. <laughs> you take all the credit. Fuck you, then. <laughs> I said we won. Whatever. Take the credit. That's fine. <laughs> you said it very sarcastically and bitterly. No, I, I said we won. Oh, Although, yeah. I'd, I'd wish you'd have ran the ball. I'd have felt <laughs> like you contributed more. <laughs> I, t- I can't run the damn ball. So, you know, if I ran it, we wouldn't have won. I guarantee you that. 
Oh, just I like th- you throwing interceptions cost us the game. Hey, I didn't throw any this time. Three and minutes. I didn't run this time, so we both did our part. <laughs> <laughs> okay, play anything else? Uh, um, uh, I think that's it. Am I missing anything? I, I don't know why you're asking me. I don't play your games for you. I'm asking in general. I don't, I don't know what you own, so I don't know. Um, trying to read. No, I think that's it. You play this week? Uh, probably. Hopefully, I can get some ki in so I can learn it. And still not kick your ass. No, nope. uh, no. Uh, probably you finish up Marvel. Do you think you're going to finish that in a week? Yeah, okay. I do. I, I I will talk to you next week when you didn't finish it. Yeah. If I didn't finish it, it's because of schoolwork. Yeah. You said you were going to finish it. I, I said I will try. Motherfucker, I'm done. <laughs> All right, what's up, J-Dub? I'll go from K-Dub to J-Dub. Yeah. Um, well, if you're going to be such a bitch about everything, I'll keep this short and sweet. Um, <laughs> K-Dub. Um, okay, so, yeah, I've got a shiny PS4. I love you, John. I love you, too, sweet. Um <laughs> Yeah, um, so first off, I'm going to disagree with you about Knack. You're just not playing it right. Oh, okay. Shit. Oh, it's human. <laughs> You're right. I'm not playing it right. I actually booted it up. That's oh, a, yeah, that's funny. the wrong way to play it. Um, there's nothing wrong with Knack, uh, Drew. Actually, I think you'll, you'll enjoy it. It's an older style um, kind of gameplay to it. And yes, it is. There are things about it that, that should have been looked at. Um, I think uh, it just freaks me out that Knack sounds like Morgan Freeman. Um, that seems really odd, a weird design decision. Um, I guess it was because they wanted to give the character gravitas when he was big Knack. Um, but to be fair, there's not that many times you play as big Knack. Um, but it is incredibly difficult. One or two hits and you're, you're out and you know yes as you get bigger your health bar um, increases but then they throw enemies that do more damage so you're kind of in this um, ever, everlasting loop the way to actually game it is to play co-op co-op is a lot less frustrating with robot knack um, so me and Laura fired it up um, I'd already played uh, you know, an hour or two of it. So um, I said, you know, you give it a shot, see what you think. Um, but you know what? I'll, I'll throw a controller on and we'll have a go. And not only does sort of little robot knack um, actually have more health than normal knack, um, he respawns when you die. Um, so it's it's a lot better way of getting through those those tougher parts. I'm not saying it's ideal. But it does make the game more enjoyable. So well, it's great that's, if you got somebody else to play with. No, absolutely, and it does have online co-op, which is fantastic. Um, in actual fact, this evening, me and one of my other mates are going to be playing online co-op because he wants to give it a shot. But and I, I do, I really do think that co-op is the best. It's not. I don't think it's in any way, shape, or form how they wanted you to play it. They, I think they just threw co-op in because it's that kind of game that might be a bit cool with co-op um, but it is actually the best way to play if you don't want it to become too infuriating um, so I actually enjoyed it um, as I say it's um, it's 
it's not complex. It is definitely built with kind of younger people at mind. Not so much that's what they're aiming it at, but so that they can play it. Um, but, you know, with the sort of one jump, one hit kind of control pan, it does get a little bit um, repetitive. But, uh, you know, it, I think there's some fun there. And the levels look cool. The artistic designs, you know, works well enough. So, um, I would say, yes, there are people out there that hate it. You know, Ken doesn't like it, and that's fair enough. I can see why people would get annoyed with it, but I'm, I'm enjoying it. Um, so, what else did I put in? Uh, Killzone. Killzone looks pretty. That is about the level of its depth. Um, the multiplayer is fantastic. Um, it really is smooth. As I've not encountered one bit of lag. Um, you know, the... War zones, 20, I mean, you got 24 versus, or oh, 12 versus 12, which is really, really good. Um, uh, you know, the three classes you've got, I mean, you, I mean, Drew, you know all about this because it's, it's kind of an extension from, from Killzone 3. Um, but it makes it really simple, seamless to sort of get into a game. It took a little while to figure out how to invite people. Um, kind of, I was, uh, playing with some friends online and it was like, oh, we'll play some Killzone because you know, we all got it. it. Came bundled in with the, the console, so we, um, you know, oh, we'll play online. We'll play, and it didn't it doesn't make it clear that you have to start a game before you invite. Oh, we was all looking for the way to, you know, we used to call a duty to create a party first, then go find a game. Whereas this way, it's it's part of the process of finding a game. So, um, but that's really good. You know, looks incredibly nice. Uh, single player. I've only played the first two chapters. Um, from what I gather, it doesn't really go anywhere too um, exciting, so I'll probably go at that at a steady pace. Um, what else am I planning? Uh, Need for speed? No, no, because I'd, I'd read all of the uh, and seen all the reviews in regards to the the fact that it's this persistent online world but there was only six people you know could inhabit it at any one time which made it incredibly difficult to actually do anything so i kind of bypassed that i have got assassin's creed to play but i'm i haven't actually played that yet um i'm gonna play call of duty ghosts um which you know it's call of duty ghosts nothing has changed it just looks a little prettier but when you come off of kill zone it it looks ugly to be fair um but I've got to say, the controller is fantastic. You know, two weeks I've been waiting since you guys had it. Um, the controller is phenomenal. It really is. Um, I, I, without doubt, think it's the best controller ever made. But that's my opinion. It fits my hand well. Everybody has different size hands, of course. Um, uh, I'm surprised Justin has a problem with the Xbox one controller seems as he's got tiny hands and feet I'd have thought being smaller would have been better what the shit but, man <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm enjoying the, the PS3 controller um, PS4 I also really picked what? up the camera which works surprisingly well um, the only thing I've come across is that they need to patch in better controls for in-game chat so not all games do this but when I was playing COD online even though I had a headset plugged in to the controller and had it muted, the camera picked up my audio. And the only way to stop it from... Because I don't... You know, when I'm playing on my own, I don't really want to speak to anybody else 
don't really want to hear any emails. Um, but the only way you can stop it from doing that is actually going in and creating your own party chat, even on my own, and then going into the game. So it's something they need to give better controls of in the menu somewhere where you can disable um, voice chat via the, the PlayStation when you're well in-game. But, you know, these are small things that will be patched no doubt along uh, uh, along the way somewhere um, I, I I actually like the, the, the voice commands actually work I know they're not connect voice commands but um, I haven't actually had to turn off my PS4 with my controller yet which is pretty good it recognises them really well um, I don't have to sit there shouting at it um, it's also clever that when you're in a party chat it removes that functionality someone can't shout over the speakers <laughs> PlayStation off um, so that was quite cool but I mean I'm really enjoying that, um, that the next generation of console and, or I guess the current generation of consoles now I guess we can start with the next gen shit um, but the you know the lineup's not fantastic oh and I did play Lego, Lego Marvel which how is was awesome. that it's awesome um, people go on about knack and particle effects um, I played the first level, and you'll notice this. You'll probably notice it more, um, Justin, because you played the 360 version. The first level when you're up against the Sandman, the particle effects and the amount of Lego parts that are flying about there is that are just mind-boggling. It was brilliant. I think I'm going to love that game. Oh, I really it's a like that good game. game. Yeah, it's 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 pretty fun. I mean, there's no differences really between the current gen and last gen, but it's fun. I've liked every Lego game I've played. Yeah, they so, don't make stinkers, really, do they? No, not really. I mean, I've only I haven't played all of them. I didn't ever played Harry Potter because I don't give a shit about Harry Potter. But Harry know. Potter don't give a shit about you either. Well, good, he shouldn't because I'm I'm Harry no Badger one. Don't care either. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, that's everything. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> what are you playing this week, John? Um. More of the same, but I will because um, everyone online seems to be banging on about how fantastic Assassin's Creed looks on the PlayStation. So um, I will be really playing fun. all that I've mentioned, and then that as well. All right, so I will talk to the Wombats. All right, so um, speaking of Assassin's Creed, John, you should play that immediately because it's a freaking blast. I can second um, that notion. It's so fun, and the 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 it's when it's back to echo what Jason was talking about about not progressing. I'm not even doing story missions. Like I I, I find myself having to go. Oh man, I should probably do a story mission, um, because it's just so much fun sailing around the world and finding new islands, and then and finding all the collectibles shanties. on those. Yeah, and listening to sea shanties, um, <laughs> and finding all the collectibles on those new islands. Uh, it's so much fun. I've heard so a lot of things because I'm a. I mean, you guys know I'm a. I, I was big um, Assassin's Creed fan, but yeah, Assassin's Creed Revelations and three kind of have diluted my feelings towards it. Everyone seems yeah. to think that you skip those, go straight to this. This is the, it's the game. So to get. good. Uh, so I'm if really you're not a fan of Assassin's Creed, would you like this one? Do you like pirates? Uh, yeah. Why don't why don't why don't you like Assassin's Creed? I don't know. I just I just never could get into it. I I, I don't know. I just 
Eh, I well, played it for a few minutes. I'm just eh, never. I'll tell you that it's not just from a functional on foot gameplay standpoint. It's not that much different than Assassin's Creed Three. Um, but the the ship gameplay and just the whole aesthetic is fantastic. And it's it's the Assassin's Creed games always uh, sort of suck me in with their collectibles. And this game's no different. Like, uh, I'm just sailing around collecting a bunch of stuff and fighting legendary ships, and uh, it's a friggin' blast. Now, the, I really like Edward Kenway, who's the the main character. Uh, I really like him. I think he, uh, uh, I think he's a, a great character. I will say though that there's some stuff about him that I'm like, this doesn't really even make sense. Um, so, like, for for example, this isn't a spoiler, um, but just like every Assassin's Creed game, you don't start out as an assassin, right? Um, and the the really weird thing for me is that, at least with Assassin's Creed 3 and Assassin's Creed 2, they give you reasons why your character can be really awesome, uh, like for Assassin's Creed 2, um, Ezio wasn't an assassin, but when you get to play as him when he's younger, he's fist fighting guys all the time, and he and his brother for sport just like climb up on buildings and stuff. So it makes sense why before he's even inducted into the order, he knows how to do all that stuff. Uh, you know, with Connor, it shows him hunting and climbing trees and all that stuff. So you get a feel for why he could do that. With Kenway, it just kind of drops you in, and out of nowhere, he's able to just climb up on all sorts of stuff, and uh, he's an expert fighter, and he knows how to use hidden blades, even though he's never had them. And it's just, there's no real sense, at least yet, in the game for me, of him training up to be able to do any of the stuff that he does. It's just kind of like, he can just do it. From what I've heard, the game does kind of explain that but it's something to do with the with present day okay um, I, I don't know if you've got to it yet but, I have um, no I, I'm um, not I, I've only played up to the second mission in present day so uh, um you didn't apparently, oh, okay you didn't catch on to it yet catch on to which part yet the, the present day stuff I mean, I don't want to ruin it for you. Yeah, that's why I'm trying to be I don't know really, if I'm really deep enough in. I don't know if I'm deep enough into it to catch on to what you're talking about. Okay, I've caught on to it, and I'm only at... I just finished Sequence 3. Yeah. Um, and that's the second time you go back to Abstergo? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, I get that. I get I get what you're talking about. It's. I'm just going to tell you that it's not... <laughs> Explain it all they want. It's they don't care is what I'm going to tell you. No, I get that. I get that. Like but, all all the stuff that he can do and all the stuff in the world. Right. They don't care. Like they they're not attempting to follow the legitimacy of the first five games. Right. No, I get it. I mean, I, I get that. It's still though. It's still a little weird. To, no, it's it's totally weird to have, 
have this guy that's never even talked to an assassin in his life when he first starts up the game to be doing that like swan dive off of the uh, off of a viewpoint. And they fully like, they they basically just chalk that up to what they're doing in current. Day. Yeah, they chalk it. Yeah, right, right. I get I get what you're talking about. Yeah. Now that, um, but uh, it's I don't know. It's just jarring. Have you read the descriptions of some of the like locations you find? Yes. Yeah, sure. And that's totally just hilarious. Yeah, well, and two, <laughs> uh, I mean, some of that stuff is... Um, I'm trying to think of how to explain this without spoiling anything for anybody. It's very similar to Liberation on the Vita in that sense. Yeah. They're basically... It's, it's, from what I took from playing this game, and I appreciate it, is they just tried to make a really fun... Assassin's Creed game that wasn't right. bogged down by so much of the stuff that some people had gotten tired of. Right. They just wanted to make it super fun, give you a guy that's super powerful even though it doesn't make sense. Right. <laughs> and just, you know, here you go, get out in this world, and you can tell the Far Cry team worked on it. Yeah, cause there's a lot of actually um, Far Cry uh, references in the game. Yeah. Really? Oddly es- enough. Especially yeah. the, the crafting system is completely torn from Far Cry. There's a, and one, two, there's a, there's a, this isn't a spoiler, but you unlock, obviously, um, database entries as you go, and there's database entries for all the animals that you come across, and the database entry for um, one of the animals is uh, Ocelot, right? Yeah. And so, uh, it's just a, wild cat uh, that's, you know, not big. And uh, the description says it's got notes after it that were added in by the people in the present day. And one of the notes is like, oh, a cat-sized jaguar? That's got to be a joke, right? And the next guy uh, puts, we may have to consider putting tigers and cassowaries in these jungles too, something genuinely (laughs) threatening, which is straight out of Far Cry. And the next note after it says, please no, I beg of you. So it, there's some funny little references in there, but it's a great, it's a it's a fantastically fun game. Yeah, it's uh, just really fun. Yeah. See, my my worry is that with this, um, although they're making a fun game, they're taking away something that I enjoyed, which was the story part of things. Um, uh, and again, I'm not. I'm it not was that always interesting. Deep. Yeah, I'm not that deep into this game yet to comment fully on the story just because, like I said, I've played it for 12, 15 hours, but I've been do- going around doing other stuff. And, um, But I can tell you that so far it does not have the kind of uh, entry to the narrative that the other games have had. Like, a lot of people complained about Assassin's Creed 3 because it took so long before you got uh, full control of adult Connor. Well, for me, I loved that. Like, I, I loved getting the backstory behind his character before you played as his character. And I loved in Assassin's Creed 2 playing as a younger Ezio who wasn't an assassin yet. And just, yeah. like, I, I like the backstory. And I think they got so much flack over too much backstory in the last game that they just kind of said, okay, well, fine, here's what we'll do. We'll throw you into Kenway, and within 10 minutes you'll be actually playing the game. And then they try and fill it in with some flashbacks here and there, but it was a little bit disappointing for me. 
See, but I do have to say that Peta be damned, the whaling stuff in this is a blast. Like the hunting sharks and stuff, you kill these giant hammerhead sharks, and you have to you throw a harpoon at them and it sticks into them, and then they kind of like drag your rowboat around. And while they're somebody just hit mute. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I unplugged my microphone. Um, no, you uh, you throw a harpoon into them and they drag your boat around, and then you're throwing more harpoons in them to try and kill them before they break the line. And then if they break the line, you have to hook them again, and it, it's a blast. I mean, I know that animal lovers will hate it, but... It's a video it's, game! Exactly. Yeah, they're not, no, no real hammerhead sharks were injured in the making of this game, as far as I know. No, Unless, I, like, one of the developers was swimming one day and a hammerhead shark attacked him, and I don't know about it. Um, the other game that I played this week uh, was... I played the demo for Tearaway... Oh, which, fuck, I forgot about that. <laughs> which, oh, if you haven't, if you have a Vita and you haven't played the demo yet, go play it, because it's a freaking blast. Um, yeah, like, it'll probably be the next game that I buy. But you talked it's about just, the demo last week, John. I did, but I have also since purchased it. It That game is so fun. Um, it, it's, it's, you mean, you can tell that it's made by Media Molecule, by the way. Um, it feels like a Media Molecule game. That makes me in nervous. A way, in a good way. Okay, because um, I, I don't like the the little big planet jumping and level design. Really, yeah, it's the jumping in this is much better. Okay, it's gone. Um, yeah, that all of that stuff is you don't have to worry about it. This is a this is a, a pure platformer right. built for that machine. Right, and it it's it's just there's some of the stuff that it does that takes advantage of the Vita that's really really cool. Like. Um, John, did you? I forget. Last week, did you talk about the like pushing up against the the touchpad in the back and your finger busts through the world? Yeah, uh, <laughs> That's so cool. which is really neat. And um, uh, so like the year, the rear touchpad is used. You can bang up against the back of it, and it like hits these drum beats and makes your guy jump up in the air. Um, it's it's just a really really well done game that you can tell was built ground up for the system that it's made on. And in a really good way, it reminds me of an N64 game. Um, like, it just it has that 3D platformer uh, precision that's nice. It reminds you of the, the golden age of 3D platformers. So, uh, oh. it'll probably be the next game I buy. It's really, really good. Yeah, people are rightfully saying that game is probably the best reason to own a video right now. I agree. I would agree with that. All right. Anything else? Nope. Future? Um, more Assassin's Creed 4. And uh, that's really about it. Um, I can't think of anything else that I'll be playing before the end of the year. Yeah, we gotta we got to start thinking about that. you got to get those games in that you got to play so you can pick your top tens. Yep. I, you know what I might, though, is I might... Um, I might try and find somebody who can loan me Last of Us because I haven't played that, and uh, I I would like to play that before the end of the year. Yeah, I think anyone would have to play that before making a top ten list. Oh, I, I can do mine real easy. It's not going to be on my <laughs> yeah, fucking top ten. It's not going to be on mine either. No, you're both a bunch of dickheads. <laughs> you like Mac? Shut up. 
<laughs> so you did not like it, Drew? No, I, I found I, the... Uh, all right, so I was interested in the characters. I was interested in the story. But that gameplay is so boring. It's the same thing. You're going to run into a big area. You're going to have to hide behind stuff. You're going to have to sneak around, kill about two guys. Then, oh, shit, somebody saw you. Now you're going to have to shoot them out. Welcome and then, to every game made. But uh, Yeah, but I mean, this it, it does not change up at all. In the three hours I put into it, I was like, I'm doing the exact same scenario over and over again. And it's exactly the same with every other game. See, I think I, I, I really and I really think we need to stop using that argument. I'm, that's, I'm try- that's every game? I'm trying well, you- to do that because, you know, like, when somebody doesn't like something and you go, well, every game's like that. Well, n- no, because not everybody enjoys that particular game. Yeah, I mean, I like I really wanted to love Last of Us because I love Naughty Dog and I think they do some fantastic work. But this game, I, I, I have I have made it three hours into that game and I doubt I will ever fucking finish it. I hate to say that I really want to finish it, you know. But yeah. I know I, I know a lot of people out there who have, who did the exact same thing I did and instead traded that fucking game in and YouTubed the cutscenes. See, with me, I didn't hate it like you did. I just don't think it's worthy of being in my mentions of the year, period. I thought it was a good game. I enjoyed playing through it. I thought it was a cool experience, but better than 20 other games I've played this year? Not likely. I, I just, I don't know. Like, yeah, you could say Far Cry 3, it was the same thing. You're going into an area, you're going to, have to take out a bunch of dudes. But for some reason, I really like that game. It's all that about, game. yeah, it's all about the mechanics and how things are executed. Some people might like Grand Theft Auto that hate Assassin's Creed, and guess what? You're sprawling in open world, picking up collectibles, and doing missions. They are essentially the same game, but they are they are executed differently. And I can totally see where Drew says... It's just like I could see where Justin was coming from with Rise. You know, Rise is essentially Batman without the platforming. He might have liked Batman, he might not have liked Rise. I don't know. We We use that argument so much, and it just... I don't know. It grates on me because a game is a game. If it's fun to you, it's fun to you. If it's not, it's not. I don't know. I completely agree. But I still think that regardless of the game part of it, that whole experience for me was, you know, that was, um, I think that was the finest use of narrative in a game. No, it was really good. It really was. I just And to me, that stood out regardless of how good the game, and I thought the gameplay was great, but regardless of the gameplay part of things it was other things that really hooked me into that to that game but you know as you say it's horses for courses yeah and it's I I really wish that game would have been more fun to me like I really enjoyed the experience but the game itself was just kind of meh at most points anyway uh, but anyway, moving on. I will close this out. Luckily, we've talked about a lot of this stuff already. I played some multiplayer Rise with Justin, which is essentially the and same. What is a multiplayer in that, then? It's just two the two of us going through arenas, killing dudes, earning points. It's I like mean, a horde it, mode kind of thing. Yeah, essentially it's a horde mode. I mean, they throw in little objectives like kick over this pot or take out mm-hmm. these archers. or Well, the pots are cool because they're full of like lava fire. <laughs> Oh, okay. So okay. they like burn everybody, and and that's the thing is like this game is so pretty, and like when we're playing online and we light up the whole level, it's just like you stand there like, wow, that's really pretty. This game looks so good. 
the, the, I think the point of this uh, multiplayer mode is to keep the crowd entertained because you're fighting in the Coliseum. Yeah, you're supposed to. They like have a, an interest level that shows up at the top, and the the longer the combos you do, and the more blood that you spill, you know, keeps the crowd up. But I don't know if that affected our score at the end. I don't think it did either. It kind of because it went down to all the way. I think down to the board. I think is what it was. Yeah, that and, was like rivaling back and forth between bored and disinterested. Yeah. And, <laughs> Well, you they gave suck. us this stupid ass objective where you got, I forget what it was, and they had like those little indicator arrows to go find your objective, and we were fucking running around trying to find this stupid thing, and I don't know, those indicator arrows suck. Cause I totally, I thought I went to the area where it was, and then it, the indicator arrow went away. Yeah. And was... there was no one there. I'm like, well, what the fuck? And then Ken's like, oh, he's over here, and he's halfway across the map. I'm like, well, fuck this shit. So, you know, they have every right to be bored, because that's stupid mother... Whatever. It was stupid. Yeah, I just ran stupid. around the level going, God damn, this game looks good. Yeah. <laughs> it does look good. God, yeah, man, that's one of those games like I just put in to watch. Yeah. Like, let's let's look at this. Oh, wow, that's so pretty. Yeah. Uh, like I said, every time I boot it up, I get amazed just how damn pretty it looks. That's I, mean, a, I think that might have been another thing that drove me to finish it so fast is I wanted to see every level. I'm like, I want to see every pretty level. Yeah. I mean, they are pretty, but that, <laughs> it's it's hard for me to, you know, that's not justification for me to power through it, though. <laughs> as much as I want to see it, uh, get, get, give me something more. So, But I already talked about that. Go, you, do your thing. Speaking of pretty, I played some Battlefield campaign on Xbox One. Whew. <laughs> Yeah, that's that also game pretty. looks really good. Yeah. Uh, the campaign's not any better than it was two months ago, but man, it's pretty. Yeah. Um, can't say the same for Call of Duty Ghosts. Oh, uh, I mean, it, 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 it's yeah. prettier. Uh, nah, it's not, uh, I think it is nah. just um, maybe. Okay, uh, just just real quick, what I want you to do is go into that game, and this is early on, so you can go back and do it. Like, the scene at the very beginning where the dude goes up to the brick wall, and he's going to kick the brick wall over, you know, to go through the door. I've not got to the campaign part yet, so I have yet to do that. Okay, so. go do that and stand real okay. close to the bricks. They no, look like ass. It, I mean, it looks like a PS1 texture. Really? It is so ugly. Like, that game is like, I was trying to do that in Battlefield. Like, I'm trying to get really close to the textures to see if they, like, you know, lose some sheen or something. And that game is gorgeous top to bottom. And Call of Duty, not so much. That that, that game doesn't look all that good. And that's, that's a shame. Like, I didn't feel that next generational leap when I played the 360 version versus the Xbox One and PS4 versions. Just a little higher resolution, and that was about it. Ah, you're just a hater. Yeah, I've I've always been a champion of Call of Duty. You know that. <laughs> and this game does not. I, I'm looking forward to Treyarch coming back next year and making a really good Call of Duty game. Yeah, I'm ho- I hoping that they do get away with that because um, uh, you know I kind of, for what it's worth, I I kind of enjoy the multiplayer, but I don't enjoy what they've changed in regards to how the online stuff works, the leveling up, so I kind of liked, I know they want to try to change things because that's what we're meant to do, change things, but only if you change them for the better, it doesn't seem to me that they are but this is clearly just a uh, you know, a, a spruced up version of a game as opposed to Battlefield, which 
you know, it was clearly had a lot more love and care placed upon it. I think every Call of Duty guy should start giving Battlefield a chance because that game has gotten really good. I just can't play online with it. I'm not. That's, so I don't feel the same as I do when I play Call of Duty, uh, playing Battlefield. I just can't get into it for some reason. I don't know, man. Don't know why. Don't know why. Sixty-four I mean, I know it's player better. wars. I know, you know, everyone tells me it's better, but I just can't seem to get on with it. I, I'm terrible at that game. Uh, played a lot of Assassin's Creed Four. Um, that is a game that when you go from PS3 or Xbox 360 to the next gen machines, holy shit. <laughs> Big difference. That is huge, man. Like, I don't know if you saw those pictures I tweeted out for my PS4. I didn't. That game is amazing looking. That might be one of the best looking PS4 launch games. It's just, it's so jaw-dropping. There are spots in that game, and I don't normally do this. I mean, Rise was one of them, where I just stop and look at it. Because it's so pretty. Um, and it never misses a beat. It runs its, you know... It's rock-solid frame rate constantly. It's, it's absolutely jaw-dropping. Just a quick question. Um, nothing to do with the game, but in regards to tweeting out and screenshots, it's easy to... Tweet. I know you've got the share button, but I'm not actually trying to sort of share it with any of the media sites. Is it relatively easy? Yeah, you just hit the share button, and then once you log in, it saves that information, and then you can just do it whenever. So how do you... How do you you share from your upload? Do you just go into the uploads part? um, I don't know if you do it from the uploads part. I just, whenever I run across something in a game, I just hit the button and do it. Yeah, but as far as videos goes, if you wanted to, like, trim it down or something like that, you could do it through your uploads. Or not from your uploads, but from the content you have. It's on your profile. Okay. I've not really delved into that too much. I suppose I really ought to. Yeah, yeah I just, just go to your just go to your profile and go. There's like three options. I think one's like for chat and customization or something like that, and then there's one for your your game saved stuff. That stuff is awesome. Like on Xbox, I glitched a dude in Battlefield into the ceiling, and like I love that feature of like when something like that happens, you just yell at your Xbox like, "Hey, Xbox, record that," and it's like, okay. Just, does it actually say that? Yeah, does it, it does. Say, okay. My okay. my connect nods at me and it goes okay. <laughs> okay. But uh okay, we can do that. being able to save those clips on the fly is awesome for glitches. I I use that thing regularly. I probably should have got that ultra combo I got on K dub recorded and uploaded that the other day. There will be plenty of more opportunities for you to record ultra combos on my stupid dumbass. I think there will be. Yeah. It's yeah. gonna be awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be real awesome watching my ass get kicked every fucking time. I love those features on both machines. I'm shocked it doesn't record automatically when you do an ultra I, combo. Yeah, I'm really kind of shocked. Yeah, I figured it, like it seems to record big moments. Yeah, but that's gonna be a regular moment after a while. Well, and that and that's true. But I mean, I, I got a clip recorded from playing golf yesterday when I just chipped a shot in. I mean, I mean that's a rare kind of thing, but it's. People still do it, so <laughs> so it recorded that automatically. So I'm just like, I'm just shocked it hasn't recorded ultra combos. So whatever. To go back to Assassin's Creed, I think everybody should play that game, even if you haven't uh, played. Enjoy the other ones. Yes. Okay. I th- it's, really, it's just super fun. Like you got to get past the first hour, I think, because it. I mean, it doesn't start off super slow. It actually starts off pretty fast. But then it it um, the first mission really threw me off because it's one of those Assassin's Creed missions that I hate. 
you got to tail a guy. Yeah. Without being unfortunately, seen. Unfortunately, there's a lot of that. Yeah, it, the thing is, is like that's how it starts. And what sucks is like the next five hours of that game, hardly any of that. Yeah. And well, but and the, even though if you do a lot of the side missions and stuff too, though, there's that you have to do that in ships. I don't know if you've come across that mission yet, but you have to tail a guy in a ship. Yeah, the galley. The, the galley. Yeah, yeah, and, I did that. And, and and you have to tail it like you have to steer the ship around vision cones. It's like playing Metal Gear Solid with yeah. uh, <laughs> with ships. Yeah, I did that. And the, the other thing I like is, and this is one of the things that threw me off about Assassin's Creed before. Like it would be Splinter Cell when you got caught. It's like game over, dude. Right. Like, you need to go hide. Now, just whoop everybody's ass. It don't matter. Yep. You don't have to. It doesn't matter if you get caught. Yeah, if you get you caught, just, just kill them. You can kill everybody. Yeah. yeah. Easily and, kill everybody. And there's no infinitely respawning enemies. Just kill them all and you're done. Yep. And, then, and that's a great thing. Because, like, you can yep. still try to sneak and you probably get 100% sync if you stay out of combat. But if you don't and you don't care, just, just wipe them out. Yep. Just kill them all. Don't matter. It's beautiful. There's no penalty. Nope. So that's That's great. Uh, and the last thing I played is I played a ton of Dead Rising 3. And I'm almost finished with Dead Rising 3. And that game is the best launch game of both machines. That game is just really fun. I'm having a lot of fun with that game. And it's not even the most visually pleasing. It's just the most technically impressive. Just how many zombies you get on screen. Story pretty good. Story's not bad. I mean, it's it's goofy, which yeah. is Dead Rising. Uh, the psychos are crazy, man. <laughs> well, that's why they're psychos. They psychos. Yeah, yeah. The, some of the characters that they get, like I can see the turbo, like PC people getting really upset about <laughs> some of these characters. Oh. The, you know, the sexism stuff. Uh, oh. There's some really bad stuff in this game. Dude, they had it in the first and but second one, too. I know, but it's so funny. It's so funny. The bodybuilder, I think, has been my favorite. Either her or the uh, the lady in the Vespa scooter at the buffet. <laughs> have, have you have you ran into Frank or Chuck? No, um, I don't want to spoil anything. Okay. But they do tie it in to okay. DR1 and 2. Cool. So, And there's actually a returning character, which I won't say who it is. Which one's canon? Is Dead Rising 2 off the record canon, or is Dead Rising 2 canon? I, I thought don't... Dead Rising 2 was canon. Yeah, I thought Dead Rising 2 was off the record was just like a... A spinoff yeah, thing? A what if? Just to put him in that scenario. Yeah, because the thing was, was if anybody played off the record... Chuck was actually a bad guy. Yeah, that you killed. Yes, they do. They do talk about the guy from the first game that released the virus. Okay. Uh, and they talk about the girl Isabella that was with him, and they talk about Frank and uh, Chuck. Okay, cool. So I just hit that. That's like in chapter five. Gotcha. So, and I, there's a big story plot coming to me now because I'm on the last chapter and I'm finishing up the game. Well, you got to worry about overtime. So. Um, now in this game, that's the thing about Dead Rising Three is like it's the Dead Rising I've always wanted. I can save anywhere I want. I'm on Chapter Seven, and I still have three days and twenty hours left. And the game starts at five days and like twenty hours. Okay. So I've only burned two days going through all seven chapters. So I. What's going to happen? Are they going to bomb the city or something? Yeah, they're going to bomb the city in five days. 
Okay. So I had five days to get out, which gave me plenty of time, and I didn't realize this until I was about, I don't know, a quarter of the way through it, that I could have went and done all the side missions, because the side missions still have the timer. Yeah. So they have, like, this little countdown thing, and they are long, like, super long. Like, there were some, I'm like, is this ever going to leave my list? Because I was in the red, and I'm like, well, I'm not going to try to start it when it's in the red. And it just stayed there forever. Yeah, they don't do that in Dead Rising One or Two. No, and you've got you got twenty minutes to get there, or they will die. And I will tell you, <laughs> See, the, the, that's uh, why I hated those games. And that's the why timer. and that's why you'll love this one because it's essentially gone. I mean, it's still there, and it makes you go do it because it gives you that like video game brain tick. Like I need to go do this thing because there's a timer counting down. Yeah. Yeah. But you have so much time to do it; it doesn't even matter. Um, and the upgrade system, well, you know, I talked about it last week where you can build stuff without going to a bench. You can build cars, weapons, whatever. Uh, the upgrade system completely changes the dynamic of that game. So you can upgrade it so that, you know, like, let's say a weapon requires a pair of scissors and a car battery. Okay. Well, you can actually buy an upgrade that allows you to create that same combo using any sharp weapon. Okay. So you don't have to go specifically find the scissors anymore. Hmm. Um, you can also do that with like blunt weapons or guns or whatever. You don't have to have that specific one. Uh, you can also upgrade to the point where you carry the lockers with you. So if you want, like everything you create and pick up goes into a locker, and if you go to a locker, you can just grab that weapon. Uh, and there's like a, a certain amount that you can spawn, which is more than you'll ever need. Uh, but there's an upgrade where you can essentially start carrying that locker with you. So whenever you want the dual-bladed chainsaw, you can just bring up a menu and grab it. Well, that's handy, because one of the things that those games suffered from was such a limited inventory. Yeah, and the thing is, is you can upgrade your inventory to carry, I think, I want to say it's like eight or nine items at the same time, but once you bring out that locker, it just, it completely changes that. You can also upgrade your health to the point where it'll just regenerate over time. So, does it still have the whole feature of play the game for like four or five hours, then level up and then carry your level over and start the game over again kind of thing? You can do that. Okay. You will never need to unless you're playing on Nightmare. Okay, so that's the thing. Is Well, Nightmare must be the official Dead Rising Yeah, it's old school. Because, because, holy shit, you had to level up in Dead Rising 1. Otherwise, you're screwed. Now, the funny yeah. thing is, is I actually glitched Dead Rising 3. Um, there was a cutscene that happened that for some reason ran my timer out. So, like, it ended the game, you know, like, you didn't finish it in the five days or whatever. Right. So, I got to see what happens when that happens, and it essentially just says, the truth will never be found, do you want to continue playing to save your friends? So, you can keep playing and level up your character and then go back and load that chapter. So, that's what happens if you run out of time. It just says, hey, you can keep playing as long as you want, collect all the collectibles, blah, 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 whatever. That's what happened, you know, whenever you died in any Dead Rising game. You just said, would you like to... Load your last save or start over with your character. But that's the thing, you don't start over. You just start over from where you, you last just left literally off. You just literally pick up where where it said you ran out of time. Oh. Or there's three options. You can do that. You can start the, the reload, the last checkpoint save, which will take you back before that happened. Or you can just start the game from scratch with all your items and upgrades. Okay. So, I mean, they've essentially made this so easy to play how you want to play, and that's what makes it good, is it's finally a Dead Rising that is the Dead Rising people have wanted. Uh, if I had to complain about anything in the game, it's the fact that once you get towards the end, they start spreading out the side missions across the four sections of the island, 
and it's kind of tedious going from one point to another and back and forth. Especially considering there's like 1,500 zombies on the street that you need to go down. It's on an island? Well, I mean, it's not on an island, but you're there's four sections to the city that you're in. What's uh, what's the city supposed to be? Uh, Los Perdidos or something like that. Like California. Um, uh, I think it's in. It's not in Vegas. Maybe it is California. Okay. So, but no, it's it's really good. It's the game I've had the most fun with so far, outside of maybe Assassin's Creed Four. They using the, the. I know I asked you, but you, I don't know if you played enough of it. Do they use the license tracks for the boss fights? Um, I don't think so. Uh, Damn it. Some of the songs are like real songs, but some of them are just music. Okay. So I don't know that they're using license tracks. So I don't recognize any of them. Right. I've already killed like six or seven psychos. Huh. So. And yeah, they're. They're oh, interesting. They're and, crazy. You, and you don't have to worry about uh, survivors really anymore either. <laughs> If they die, there's no penalty for it. There's no achievements tied to it. There's no bonuses tied to it. <clears throat> and if, in fact, if you upgrade one section of your upgrades enough, they will regenerate at uh, safe zones. <laughs> wow, they just completely removed that dynamic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they essentially removed all of the crap people hated. Well, dude, you know the the bad thing was was uh, yeah. I don't, I don't know how many people finished Dead Rising two, but. Dead Rising 2, all those people you saved, something bad happens. And depending on how many you saved, that might be how many you have to kill. Yeah, that's... In this one, they don't care about the survivors. Like, they'll walk around with you and distract enemies for you, but if they die, I've never cared. In fact, there was one psycho that told me I had to come alone, so I killed the guy that was with me. (laughs) Because I didn't know how to get rid of him. I didn't know how to dismiss him or anything. Like, I just kept trying to tell him to leave, and he wouldn't leave, so eventually I just killed him. So, whatever. Uh, as far as future Final Link goes, I'm going to finish up Dead Rising 3. i got to play some Assassin's Creed 4. I'm going to play some Battlefield. Um, play some more Zelda. It's, it's so fucking great to have so many games to play. Uh, and I, I do want to go and play some more Mario to collect some more stars to unlock the super awesome world that happens uh. at the end. Is that what it's called, Super Awesome World? That's what I call it. <laughs> How do you know it's going to be awesome? You haven't unlocked it yet. Because I have to unlock it, and all of those super hard worlds that are in the Mario games are awesome. Like Star Worlds? Yep. I'm so ready for that. Oh, okay, um, I'm going to skip news. There's not a whole lot going on anyway. If you want to know about new releases this week, it's called Gran Turismo 5. 6, whatever it's on. 6. Yeah, pretty much, that's it. <laughs> Dude, I don't remember the last one. I don't care. I don't <laughs> yeah, like... Gran Turismo used to be something back in the day. Yeah. And now it's just one of those games that comes out and everybody's like, eh, okay. Um, do you want to know who sold the most consoles on Black Friday? Sure. Xbox One. I have it down the line. Uh, this is according to Walmart and Target, so it's only two retailers. Okay. Uh, Xbox One, 31% of the share. Xbox 360, 30% of the share. PlayStation 3, 15% of the share. PlayStation 4, 15% of the share. (laughs) And Wii U at 6%, and the Wii at 1%. (laughs) Why would you buy that dead console? What's that? I heard the Wii was uh, 5%. 
But, you know, it depends on the reports, I guess. Well, this is just two retailers. Oh, okay. This is just Walmart and Target, which are, uh, if you want, the, the, all the, both of them had sales. Like, the Xbox 360 at Walmart on Black Friday was 99 bucks. Yeah. So that's kind of a big deal. Uh, oh. Target Target had it for 180 uh, Walmart had the PS3 at 149 Target had it at 199 uh, Walmart had the Wii U for 299 That was the bundle with New Super Mario Bros. U. And Target had the same bundle for 275 How much is a Wii U? Like if I were to go out and buy 299. one right now. $299. $299 right okay. now. And that comes, and it with, comes with, yeah, go ahead. New Super Mario U and Luigi U. Okay, so it does come with a game. It comes with technically two. Yeah, even Luigi. though they're really kind of extensions of yeah. one another. Yeah. Yeah. But it's still you get a lot for two ninety nine. Uh so there's that. So and I really agree with uh, the people who are saying whoever has the consoles in stock are the ones who are gonna sell them. Because I think right now everybody's still just buying everything. Because, you know, the eBay people are at it again. <laughs> of course. Uh-oh. Well well, no 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 no. I saw over the weekend, uh, my wife's sister was in town, and she was showing me sales on eBay of Xbox One boxes. Not the system, the box. <sighs> oh. uh, try, they're trying to trick people. I mean, and they on. won. People were bidding $600 for it. Well, that's their wow. right fault. Wow. So, they yeah. did it last time. You think they'd learn. Yeah, this is why you don't buy on eBay. Alright, so we got a couple emails. Uh, Sean sends in about the VGX Awards, which we talked about earlier. So, says, Sup guys, hope all is well with the Video Game Awards happening on December 7th. Who do you think is going to take home the Game of the Year Award? Uh, the nominees right now are Bioshock Infinite, Grand Theft Auto V, Super Mario 3D World, The Last of Us, and Tomb Raider. I would Tomb say Raider? Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto is probably going to win, but if I had to pick out of those, I would totally go with Mario. I would now, think it's Mario or Last of Us. Tomb Raiders on there? I thought they came out last year. No, it came out this year. Yeah, toward the beginning. Yeah, it was in um, March. Wow. So is, is this does the Spike TV? That's this. That's what this is. Wow. Okay. I would think that Bioshock would. That story was incredible. Yeah, it was. Really yeah, was but kinda, you got to think of yeah. this is Mountain Dew dude bro stuff. Yeah. Well, um, I then Mario won't win it. No, I I said no. that was my pick. Oh. No. Okay. No, no, no. I, more than likely it's going to be Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, I'm picking Grand Theft Auto is what they go with. Uh, oh. I would say if it's the exact same people that voted for The Walking Dead as Game of the Year, that was that, that exact same probably, I don't know, group of people would probably vote for Last of Us probably. Mm, I don't... Uh, I no, know, they voted for Walking Dead because that was the big thing. That was, that was a sham. Alright, that was just a shame. I know one of the people on that panel. I do too. And he doesn't like The Last of Us. And he didn't okay. and he didn't like uh he didn't like Bioshock, I don't think either. <laughs> what? I didn't you know, I'll be honest with you, I didn't I I haven't Bioshock's not on my top ten. It had the best <sighs> wow. story out of all those games you just listed. I, I love that game. You know what? I don't play video games for the story. <laughs> I play video games for fun. That's what I've always played them for. It wasn't horrible. It was still fun this, to this year's top ten for me is going to be very difficult because I don't think there was that many great games out. Oh, I'll have I th- ten. I think I think Grand Theft Auto is great, and I'm sure it will be in my top ten. Zelda is going to be in my top ten. Devil May Cry is going to be in my top ten. The, other than that, I didn't like Last of Us. I didn't play much of Tomb Raider. 
Uh, Tomb Raider was good. Yeah, Tomb Raider. Uh, probably Tomb Raider will probably make my top. 10. It's probably going to make my top ten too. Yeah, you I know, agree. there I was nothing twice. else. There was nothing else there. I mean, there's nothing else I cared about. There was. I just don't think you're remembering it. But none of it really shines, or none of it really pops out at me. Not like two years ago. I think out of that list that they have, three of those games might be on my top ten. Two of them are definitely on my top ten. And Mario and Tomb Raider, I think, are definitely on my top ten. GTA, maybe. I mean, I really enjoyed that game. Yeah. Mm, I so, thought it was a great game. So, But Bioshock and Last of Us will not be on my top ten. Sorry. No, Last of Us didn't even touch it. <laughs> I haven't put three hours into it. So he says, from that list, I would surprisingly have to go with Tomb Raider, just because I was very surprised by what they accomplished in that game, mainly making me like that franchise again. Then again, I haven't played a couple of these games yet, so I'm interested in what y'all's thoughts were. Regards. Well, I think you just got it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as far as them picking, I think they're. I think they're going to go with GTA. Yeah. GTA yeah. was just too good across the board, and too many people liked it. Yeah. Well, that they're you haven't go with seen the one. Boat. You haven't seen one since how long? Yeah, yeah, it's so. been a while since we had a GTA, and especially after the polarizing of four after it came out. Yeah. Um, yeah. The only other thing I want to mention, as far as emails goes, is the guy that sends us emails all the time. Adam, check your account; you've been hacked because uh, you sent us a free antivirus email. <laughs> Sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that. <coughs> uh, to the Twitter, Steve O says, I, "I don't think it's really Steve O." So. I hope it is. Uh, he says, that was funny. Uh, I had the podcast playing and Xbox One Guide was mentioned, and it made my Xbox go to the Guide mid-Skylanders. That's awesome. That will teach you not to put headphones in. You know what the best thing was? Is I was I forget what I was doing yesterday. Me and Justin were getting off of playing Madden. Oh, I bet you were getting yeah, off. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm glad <laughs> you finished that sentence. <laughs> and I don't know what I said, but all of a sudden my Xbox started showing me BET. Sweet. It just like went to BET, and I'm like, I didn't tell you to go to BET. I, I don't even think I came close to that statement. <laughs> Crazy awesome. voice commands. Peter sent us an email said, thanks for reading my email on the show. It was the one with the story about the systems. Keep up the good work, brothers. I got a birthday greeting from Mighty Mookie. Uh, Blue Apple Blue says with Angry Birds Go and Forza selling virtual cars for $100 and above this is true which is scary um, fucking stupid. do you think whales will save the gaming industry whales uh, yeah Why? whales are what they call people who buy Spenders. a lot of microtransactions oh so they have a name for them now Oh, yeah. Well, it originates from Vegas, where you'd get whales come in, and they would be the big bettors, the people who right. spend a lot, and that's where it comes from. Okay. Uh, he says, will selling a game below $3 million be considered a success? If a whale spends fifty k a month, how many do we need to get Shinmu 3? <laughs> Stop with the Shinmu. Uh, probably just Brian Peterson. Yeah, nobody's going to buy that game. I will buy that game. I that game's not coming care. out. <clears throat> They just need to stop with that, that game. That game is not going to sell. I'm sorry. I, I really am. I know what that feels like to not get your game. You know, Shut up, But you got Rice. your game. No, I haven't got all my games. I got one of them. Oh, no. Not just one. Oh, no. I'm just saying. 
He really wants he really wants another Advent Rising, and he's mad because it sucks. <laughs> so nobody's ever going to make another one. Oh, uh, stop! Shinmu's not that great of a game. It's totally no, it overrated. Great. It's totally overrated. Your mom's overrated. Yeah, she might be. Tackle Fang, Fist of the Lotus. Nobody wants a sequel to that. <laughs> <laughs> if there's one game that I'm hugely disappointed I never got to play, it was StarCraft Ghost. And I'm I'm probably not in a good spot because that game probably sucked. That's why it was canceled twice. Yeah, not to mention you got two other StarCraft games. What other StarCraft games? I got StarCraft 1 and StarCraft, StarCraft 2. StarCraft 2 and StarCraft whatever, Heart of the Swarm or whatever the balls it's oh, called. Oh, that's just the expansion. The, and then the other one. It's an expansion. There's another one coming. I wanted Ghost. I wanted that action-adventure game. Thought that well, you know what? Cool. Start a Kickstarter. You know what? I don't do that crap. <laughs> Kickstarters are dumb. I don't do that crap. Uh, Sam says, after listening to the N4G podcast and a couple of other shows, I think Microsoft will be getting my money sooner than I expected. So, uh, positive vibes about the Xbox One. I love my system so far. I love love both of them, truthfully. Uh, I do have, (laughs) you know, I was complaining about this to Ken yesterday. Everything's apps. You know, when you pull up an achievement in the 360, all you had to do was hit the stupid little guide button and it popped up what you got. This one, you got to fucking hold it down, takes you out of the game, opens up the achievement app, and then you can see what you got. It's kind of a pain in the ass for me. I just wish. It's kind of a pain in the ass for you to hold a button. It takes you out of the game, ass. (laughs) It's the game still running. Yeah, but you still have to. How easier was it to do on a 360? You tap a button, okay, there's my achievement. Tap it again, you're back in the game. This one, you gotta hold the fucking button, takes a couple seconds, hey, quits I out of the game. You, Justin, I you. agree with you. Because I hate the way trophies are handled on the PlayStation Network, and that's one of the reasons why I hate it. Thank you. I've said my piece. You can suck it. Okay, keep on yeah. crying. I'm not crying. Hot. It sounds like it. I'm just saying, I will. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, What else is going on? Um, On that note, I suggest you don't listen to IGN UK unless you want that PS4 fanboy What happened? I don't know. Some reply about Xbox One tweet that the guy said he was going to buy one. Oh, there was a reply saying, don't go to this. Don't listen to this other podcast because it's all PS4 fanboys. No, I listened to the IGN UK podcast and it was because at the time of recording they hadn't, they were embargoed on the Xbox One stuff. The episode after, it was all about Xbox One. (laughs) Okay, let's just, let's just play games and have fun. Who cares? Uh, Blue Apple Blue says, "How was the European launch? Did the UK have something like Berlin with more than 6K lining outside and fighting for 1.2K PS4s?" I don't know. However, what I can um, tell you about is my experience, which was I pre-ordered mine back in um, March, and um, I went in on Thursday morning to pay for it and sort out what games I'm getting and me extra controller and bits and pieces. But they gave me a ticket. I turned up about half past ten in the evening and uh, got in the queue, was given a little goodie bag. And the queue, I was at the queue at that point, there's about 30 or 40 people in front of me. We was actually in the store whereas the queue was about sort of 15 minutes after I got there, the queue was then starting to go outside. Um, midnight came along and in 15 minutes, I was home plugging the system in. Fantastic. Incredibly smooth. Okay. Uh, nice. 
He says, I canceled my pre-orders for Zelda, Tearaway, Battlefield 4, Need for Speed, Assassin's Creed, and I got a limited edition Golden Zelda 3DS because the games will be free on plus or 75% discounted after a few months. Do you think there's a point in pre-ordering a game other than the risk of getting a game spoiled? Uh, yeah, if you want to play it on day one, yeah. I mean, well, you can still play day one. I mean, how many games actually sold out in the recent past? No, no, no. I'm, I'm just saying... If you wait. If you wait for buying a game, yeah, it just means you don't play it now. I mean, if you essentially think that uh, all, of those, if all of those games you think are going to come, that's fine. But I got news for you. Battlefield has never been on a plus. Battlefield 3 was. Yeah, was Battlefield it? 3. Was yeah. it really? Yeah, that was in PS Plus. Yeah, yeah. PS Plus. Okay, whatever. That was. You know what? If you want to keep doing this, fine. If everybody takes that mentality, then eventually they'll just stop making games. You get to play Angry Birds. Well, that's exactly right too. I mean, if you continue I'm to buy, wait and bucks. buy, I don't know. If you p- keep putting the big stuff on there, I, I don't know what I'm saying. I agree with you, Ken. I just, I don't know. I I don't like that mentality of I'll just wait till it's free. Because well, I feel like if you really want to play a game, you should buy. Should you buy everything? No, of course not. Well, right, and that goes you know. back. You know, that's also you know. I hate to bring it up, goes back to the used game debacle too. If you like a game, fucking buy it and support it. Don't wait. Yeah. I don't well, I buy I don't buy anything. You know why? Because you're broke. Because I'm a consumer and it's not my job to make sure everybody stays in business. Yeah. Well, it kind of I mean, is. we but we don't treat any other industry like that. We don't treat the no. car industry like that. Like, well, you should buy all your cars new so you can support the car manufacturers. That's not the way it works. It's just not. I mean, yeah, I, I get mean, it. I, I understand. Don't, I don't that like this the car. Enthusiast, how many? But, how many car? Uh, you know, makers <laughs> have gone out of business since you know you buy used cars. This is a different kind of industry, though. How many people have closed shop? You know, sure. And, I get and, that. But how many how many indie studios have come up from nothing because they know how to make games efficiently? Oh, and that's very true too. That's a very valid point. I, I mean, it's uh, I don't know the it's not. Um, I I agree with the sentiment because this is a young enthusiast driven industry. But if you just take out the emotion of it being attached to video games, which I am emotionally attached to as well, and just look at it as consumer economics it's not the consumer's job to make sure that companies stay in business yeah and i don't like this trend where consumers are being blamed for poor business decisions by development studios i can see both sides of it but at the same time if you don't buy any more assassin's creeds they're not going to make any more sure no, I you get know. that. And I don't blame consumers for that. I don't. It's not like I blame consumers, but if it gets to the point where nobody's buying games, then we're not going to get any. It's not going to get to that point. No, I mean, but... We're, we're at a stage right now where the used video game market is larger than it has ever been and potentially as large as it can, can be, and the video game industry is still pumping out games. Yeah. Um. All the changes that have come up in the last couple of years to drive people away from used game sales, we still have used games. We still have new games. There's this, there's this doom and gloom on both sides where, 
well, if we if we have used games and everybody used games, then all the, the companies go out of business. And then the other side of it is, well, if we don't have used games, then all the used game money floods out of the market and all the companies are going to go out of business either way. Well, you know yeah, what? Neither one time, of those two things is going to happen. Well, it, it's always going to be right down the middle. A lot, they've, they've done research on this a lot of the time. Um, used game or traded in game money goes towards a new game. A new game. Sure. You know, it's it's all part of the ecosystem, right? So yeah, and I, I I definitely get the sentiment behind what you're saying in terms of I love video games and I want them to continue, but the just the practical economical side of me says it's not my job to make sure your game studio stays in business. It's your job to put out a product and give me a compelling reason to buy it new. Yeah, exactly. and if you do, then I'll buy it new. No, I agree um, with that. And if you don't, then I won't. And I agree with that, but I, well, see, that's that's why I don't like the mentality of oh I really want to play these games and these games are supposedly really good, but I'm not gonna. That that's the difference there. I don't expect people but, to. But that's not the consumer's fault. That's the industry's fault. Yeah. Because there's no compelling reason to buy it new when you can just wait a couple months and rent it from GameFly or buy it used. Well, not even buy it used. Just look at Amazon. They'll drop it down to thirty nine nine nine. Right. In, in in a span of three weeks. Right. We've all seen. Yeah, that. I mean, it's the the industry has these flash sales all the time, and steam sales, and all this stuff, where they drive um, they drive prices down twenty, thirty bucks off a sticker, and then they wonder why people don't buy games day one. Yeah. Well, people don't buy games day one because the industry has a history of discounting them severely immediately afterwards. They're shooting Especially themselves in the foot. Yeah. I mean, no. look at how old is Batman Origins? What? When's that came out? Uh, what, last month. month? Yeah, or two months so ago. Four, four, that was the end of October, 29th, yeah. that was it. So we're talking about a month ago, four weeks just over. And one, the biggest retailer in the UK has dropped it down to better than half price. And that's a four week wait. You know, that's. And it is, at this time of year, we see this huge one because they, they want those big discounted items on posters on the um, in the shop windows to get people in the store um, in time for Christmas to get other stuff. So at this time, yeah, the amount of times that I've... I mean, Skyrim was... I, I kicked myself for that. Like, I'd bought it a week after it came out. The following week, it had gone down half price. I think, yeah. Saints Row 3 done the same. And, I'm, and you get every time it did it. And there's me thinking, I'm a fucking fool stop buying them day one because in a couple of weeks you'll shave a huge amount of, uh, uh, save a huge amount of money. And, yeah, that's, I mean, why, if you want a day one, you're going to get it day one. Because you, you're interested in that game, you, you know, you've read a lot about it, you're a fan of the franchise, this, that, and the other. But, if you're smart and want to wait, you'll save yourself some money. But that's the, that's the industry causing that you know what you know what i i that's you bring up good points but i don't need the industry or the development company to give me a reason to buy the game itself is the reason enough yeah i don't care if i spend game for twenty dollars cheaper you know what weeks later i've been around this you know playing games for a while and rarely do i ever wait you know that's just me though i don't have the patience to wait you know i have to get it if it's something i'm interested in I, yeah, there's a trade-off. Absolutely. I'm just, I'm just saying that, you know, that's me. 
You know, I can't wait. If there's a game that I'm really looking forward to, I will even go and pre-order it. And I will pick it up day one. That's sure. just me. I don't care if it goes on sale two weeks later. Does it suck? Sure. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. But you know what? I don't care. I've been enjoying that game for two weeks. Probably beat it and, you know, move on. That's that just extra me. extra 20 bucks is the premium that you pay to have the game day exactly. one. Absolutely. And so, and there so, will, be, there yep. will always be people like you yeah. that want to pay that extra money so they can have that experience day one. The, the the problem that we have right now is because this is an enthusiast-driven industry, there's still this mentality of, oh, we have to protect the industry or it's going to collapse. We have to protect video games or they're going to go away. Well, the industry's bigger than that now. 30 years ago, yeah, maybe that was the case. It's the largest entertainment industry on the planet now. Yeah. And But the consumer is still being treated like pardon the slang, but like a geek in his basement who has to protect the industry. And it, the the video games need to go the route of music and the movie industry, two other major entertainment industries that embraced, for music, embraced the digital era that was supposed to be the end of all uh, professionally produced music of all time because too many people were able to freely access music. Well, they found a way to get through it. Yeah. Uh, and the movie industry where VHS tapes were going to be the end of the movie industry because people could just videotape everything they wanted on television and it was going to be the, you know, the, the home, home movie was going to be the end of the theater and none of that happened because the industries found a way to embrace the new changes and continue oh. on with their business model. Yeah. And that's where video games are right now. And it, it just drives me crazy when I still hear people, not not us, but I when I still hear companies that treat the video game consumer base like, hey, it's your responsibility to make sure this industry continues. And that's it's just not the case. Because the bottom line is, even if, and as much as I don't want this to happen, even if your guys like Ubisoft and Rockstar and these giant publishing houses who make these ridiculously expensive games, even if they went out of business, there would still be video games. Oh, yeah. They would just be cheaper, smaller, and the budgets would be a lot less. And but do you think they would be as good as them. what you're playing now, though? I think a lot of indie games are as good as what we play now. They're oh, just it's different so. what we right. play now. No, but you won't. You know, you won't see your big budget titles anymore. You won't. Well, you, you will. You, eh. you will. You'll just see. You'll just see them created differently. Yeah. I, I, I don't. I don't think that there's a way that you can create. Here's here's what will happen. You'll still see an Assassin's Creed game if this happens, but you won't see one every year. Well, that's what you see anyway. <laughs> you won't have. You won't have these, and that's why you know. People talk about the budgets behind Call of Duty and Assassin's Creed. Well, yeah, they pump a new game every year. Yeah. Um, and they saturate the market until it gets to the point where, like now, people complain about Call of Duty because they hear about it all the time. They still buy it. Sorry, that's my rant for the day. It's a very good rant, sir. Very valid. Yeah. It just, I, I don't know. Like I said, it frustrates me when the industry still treats its consumers like. We're all 14 or 15 years old, and gaming is this tiny little niche, and if we don't do our part, then it's going to disappear. Well, you know what? Your tiny little niche is now the largest entertainment 
uh, what do you call it? I don't even know what you want to call industry. it. Method, industry that exists. So, I don't know. It's kind of like pulling the wool over the eyes of its own consumers. Well, it's because we get so caught up in it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, especially the people, because the people now who have the money are the people who grew up when the industry was like that. And when there were fears, like when Atari crashed the entire video game market. Um, yeah. But video games survived. <laughs> video games found a way. They did. <laughs> they did. <laughs> Just like Jeff Goldblum. Uh, 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 video games found a way. <laughs> Alright, we're going to move on because we've been in this for two hours already. Uh, yeah. Blue Apple Blues continuing his tweeting marathon saying, how many 2012 and 2011 Black Friday games did you not finish or even open? What did you buy on 2013 Black Friday? Not a thing, brother. Yep, not a no thing. Sp- and I don't remember the other two years. So Yeah, I don't either. I'm sure I might have bought something, but I am not like Jason Gambrell. I actually finished my games. Skylanders, Giants. Ah! He still hasn't finished Skylanders, and he's owned it since launch. Well, I've never had Skylanders, but I've had Skylanders Giants for a year, and I have made it to the second chapter. No matter what you have, Jason's got one older than you that he ain't I'm sure, I'm sure he does. Rock on. Uh, i got to give him a hard time. Finish the game, Jason. You'll feel real good. In, in, I, I do not own a pile of shame. I own a continent of shame. <laughs> Jason's still working on Shadow Man on the N64. I think he is. I think he needs to stop working on that, though. Yeah. With Nintendo releasing DLC for a Mario game, which that's old news, they released DLC for last year's Mario game. How long will it take to copy MS Microtransaction System? Why does everybody think this is Microsoft's Microtransaction System? Thing's been in place for years. Yeah. It's nothing. I'm sure those. I'm sure those Korean MMO developers would love for that to be referred to as Microsoft's. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that. Uh, can we say horse armor? Yeah. Uh, free to play. Uh, what about Tiger Woods? The first Tiger Woods on Xbox 360 with uh, pay to pass time. You know, time saver packs. Yep. So yeah, this isn't. Even Assassin's Creed has time saver packs. Yeah. Now. None of this. Which I thought about buying the one for the ship. <laughs> Did you? I did, because I'm like, dude, that's a lot of upgrades. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, it, it's upgrades. Ca- you know it's crap, though, because the Time Saver Pack just unlocks them. You still got to pay for them. Yep, yeah. you still got to pay for them. You, you know, I just paid real money. At least just give it to me. Stupid yep. crap. So, yeah. no, it's not Microsoft's transaction, microtransaction system. But I don't see Nintendo copying the nickel and diming. I think they're just going to put stuff out that's legitimately content. They will uh, seven years from now when everybody else has abandoned it. Yeah, when it's yeah. when it's you know they'll catch up and be out of date like they always do. That's their which, motto. But speaking of which, by the way, um, like the guy mentioned earlier, free to play is one way that development studios have found to make money in the current uh, what do you call it Industry. infrastructure. <laughs> Um, he yeah, says, thanks. I, Drew, you just can't keep feeding me industry, please. Oh, it episode. works. <laughs> You're right. Uh, if Nintendo introduced an energy system like a free-to-play iOS game where you can only play for a limited time until you need to stop and wait, or you can pay a microtransaction and skip the wait for one time, that's essentially what 
they do now on iOS. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think Nintendo's going to do that. I, I just don't. Uh, he says, the only DLC I bought was for Valkyria Chronicles. Uh, do you think if gamers boycott premium and pay-to-pay-to-pay games, will they stop? Well, yeah, if everybody boycotts them, they'll stop, but people aren't going to boycott them because they can't. It's just like those people are like, well, I'm not buying this game. Oh, shit, I bought it. Yeah. You, you yeah. Know, you're going to buy it or you're not going to buy it. It's No matter how much you preach and you know, sing to the choir on the internet. Your your words on the internet mean about Jack Squat. <laughs> Truthfully, because you you're not gonna do it. No. Uh, do you think the U the European PlayStation Four stampedes mean that tablet and phone are not replacing consoles? How many iPhones and iPads sold in the first twenty four hours? More than a million. Yep. Sorry. A lot more. <laughs> yeah, iPad Air yep. sold was pretty much the top seller everywhere. Yep. So. Yeah, uh, consoles didn't outsell tablets, but it's at least nice to know that consoles are still sought after. That's the only thing that matters. A show. Uh, do you think adopting, adapting phone gaming microtransactions will save gaming if a $60 game plus a $45 season plus plus $60 DLC is not enough? Not at $60. No way. Don't forget your $100 car. Yeah, that's right. Uh Dirty says, what are the best Black Friday deals that you all bought? I bought a 70-inch Vizio from Sam's and a 65-inch Samsung for best. Cut cord, man. How much money do you have? (laughs) (laughs) You just bought 135 inches of television, son. (laughs) Stack those things on top of each other. Holy crap. Let's do a a dual screen like like, on your PC, man. Let's make a really big Nintendo DS. Holy crap. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't go anywhere. I didn't buy anything on Black Friday. Did he see I how bought, much those prices were? No, he didn't. He didn't give me a price. No, huh. I uh, I bought um, a twenty nine ninety nine PlayStation Plus membership. Yeah, I think everybody should have bought that if they didn't already have one. Yeah, we didn't get that over here. I was good. I'm yeah, uh, I'm good till twenty fifteen now. Yeah, so am I. But I didn't buy one. I'd already had two years bulked up. So. Uh, finally, Creed and Raid says, is the Japanese market still relevant? Or yeah. Um, only when it comes to mobile. Y- yes, mobile, portable, on-the-go gaming. I'm trying to think, like, most of the... Yeah, like, it's scary if you go look at the launches of these two consoles and how few of those games are Japanese games. Yeah, um... I'm actually, uh, it's kind of funny that, that we're talking about this. I'm on the, uh, website called the, the magic box. <laughs> and, uh, it's, it's basically watch that web address. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's all about pretty much the Japanese video game, uh, industry. <sighs> Almost every single game being made right now by the Japanese is, is, is either coming out for, uh, 3DS or Vita yeah. with the every once in a while it'd be like oh and maybe PS4 well if you look at like Persona Persona is being released on the the dancing games on the Vita um, Persona 5 is on PS3 yeah uh, which I'm yeah. assuming they're going to put it on 360 when it comes to the states they're not going to put it on 360 in Japan because that's kind of pointless right um but yeah, most of the stuff they're focusing on is older machines or portable machines. Yep. 
And Monster Hunter is one of their biggest franchises, and that thing is dominant on handhelds. Yeah. So, it's weird. Like, Dead Rising 3 was the one I thought of, and that's not even Japanese. That's that's a Canadian Canadian game. Canadian, yeah. Yep. I guess Crimson Dragon was Japanese. Look how well that did. Uh, I think, is that the only Japanese game at launch? For these two machines? See. I'm trying to go through them in my head, and I'm not. Yeah. yeah. So Crimson Dragon. Who made Contrast? Uh, that's a. Oh, it's a Canadian studio too, I think. Okay. It's a it's an indie studio. Yeah, there's not a single PlayStation Four game that's Japanese. No. I I do think that maybe in a year from now. Japanese game developers will start making games for next gen systems or well Capcom's already doing current deep gens. down. Yeah, deep Ca- down. Capcom's doing deep down and Suda's yeah. Suda's doing that Lily Bergam for PS4. Yeah. I'm trying to think uh, And uh K- Kojima. Well obviously Kojima's working on Metal Gear. I mean Yeah. That's kind of like a special case though. <laughs> yeah, Kojima Metal Gear is more of an event case. than it is a game. I'm sure Capcom's working on a new Resident Evil. Yeah, but is it going to be the Japanese studio, or are they going to farm it out? Uh, it'll probably be the Japanese studio. I mean, they've... They farmed out everything else. Lost Planet, Dead Rising. Nah, know. they won't do that to Resident Evil. That's their baby. Yeah, that they're supposedly have ruined over the well, past two years. I wasn't too big on Resident Evil 6, but that's just me. Um, I'm pretty sure they're working on a Street Fighter. They gotta be getting ready for Street Fighter Five. Still, the Japanese might have had the best games with uh, Zelda and Mario. <laughs> and um, another thing to keep in mind: um, um, over here, you know, when we say portable or mobile gaming, it's it's always like uh, uh, it's it's kind of assumed that it's in a, in of itself a niche audience, whereas. Uh, uh, I, I listen to, of course, the uh, the Red Sun Gamer podcast where they talk about Japanese gaming. And in Japan, mobile and portable gaming is the industry. Yeah, yeah. there's no and, doubt about that. It's it has a lot it, to do with commuting and travel too. Yeah, uh, lot, lot, lots of train travel for. There's a reason. There stuff. is a reason why the PS4 is not coming out in Japan until February. Yeah. I mean, that's it, not only does it not have competition, but come on, they're they're still playing their Vitas and their phones and 3DSs. Yeah. So they're they, not they're not as excited about a next gen launch as as we are over here. The the next console game, I think anybody in Japan is really waiting on will probably be uh, Dark Souls two. Dark Souls uh, two or a Monster that Hunter. And, uh, and uh, Lightning Returns. Lightning Returns, yeah. yeah. When's that supposed to hit? By the way. Uh, I think last I heard was it was either February or March. I think it's okay. March. I think it's okay. the same with uh, the Final Fantasy X HD collection. That <laughs> That's never coming. It's never coming That's, out. Yeah, March now isn't it? That Do, one year. Does if anybody ever. still care? Sorry, I'm kind of Dave. I do. I care about Lightning Returns. I think it's going to be okay. Yeah, I, I like thirteen and thirteen too. The Final Fantasy series is just. Lost they they have fell off they fell off the reservation. Yeah, that's that's what you could say. But that's it. Let's let's. I mean, we we've, we've been doing this for a long time. 
A lot of new consoles, man. Makes me tired. So much to yeah, play. So, uh, let me do the shouts for the Twitters. We've got Drew at DML Fury. Yep. At John at John WUK. The Wombat at R Wombold. Jason right. at GambusCon. And Justin at Killer Wolverine. You can also follow me at ZTGD. Normal stuff. If you want to send emails, it's podcasts at ZTGD.com. Uh, send us an iTunes review. Yeah. We're getting lots of list, new listeners and new followers and no new reviews. So let me let me take a look at the reviews real quick just to be sure. Uh, follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. Well, listen to Phoenix Down. Yeah, we will be back this week. I swear to God. Dark Souls <laughs> finishing up this week, and uh, maybe not the next game, but the game after that. Maybe I'll do cameo with y'all. Cool. So, yeah, that's that's the one I've agreed to do, uh, and it will be interesting because you know that game's almost a decade old now. Yeah, that's yep. crazy. That is crazy to me. Uh, and you and, guys, uh, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, are you guys back on Friday? I was just gonna say we'll be Should back be. Friday. Okay. Yep. So news burst back on Friday. Might not be a lot to talk about, but I'm sure you'll find something. No, uh, we'll we'll no doubt um, ruffle some feathers. Yeah, it's a little quiet. Mm. It's a little quiet right now. Uh, it will be. Uh, Drew, anything before we get out uh, here? No, last thing we got was from uh, DJ Rich 2000 okay. from October 17th. So, anybody listening... 10th in the UK. Anybody listening to this all the way through, perhaps on your Xbox, can I just say Xbox off? <laughs> ha ha! <laughs> <laughs> such a dick. Uh, but that's it. So, Mr. Khan, if you can do your thing and get us out of here, we can... Go watch some football or whatever you guys are going to do. All right. Xbox on. Oh, snap.